episode 198, PS Nation Podcast. That's right, folks. It's the 2010 Golden Minecart Awards. This is going to be crazy if I can if we can pull this off, and I can pull off this whole technical juggernaut that I have sitting in front of me. Uh, with me once again, as usual, as always, Joel and Josh. Josh, how you feeling tonight, bud? Good. Got my tuxedo on. It's good to yeah. see you guys are in your finest uh, black tie and tails. I, I, I'm pretty impressed with myself that I learned how to tie a bow tie today. Pretty, uh, pretty crazy. It's supposed to be vertical, right? Up and down? As far as you know. All yes. right, great. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, how's the temporary digs there, sir? It's doing very well. I got my champagne of beers here. I'm all ready to go. 2010 yes, I, Golden Minecart Awards. Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I, I went to the, the, the stock of my rare beers, and uh, we have a local brewery here called Central Waters I've talked about before, and uh, pulled out a, a bottle of the Bourbon Barrel Cherry Stout made with real cherries. So I'm, I'm partaking in that tonight, so we'll see how long I make it. We might get to the third category and just... <laughs> so, uh, going to be a pretty different show tonight. We're going to be doing our Golden Minecart Awards, voted on by you, our community. And uh, no shenanigans there. We're going to talk about some of our picks as well at the end of it. And uh, I guess I'd say maybe a ton of surprises. You guys kind of agree with that? Well said. Uh, no, a few surprises. Surprised. A few. Uh, so we're just going to go down the normal stuff of what we're playing really quick. We're going to take a break and then we're just going to kick right into the awards. So, uh, I'm going to get this stuff out of the way right away. Uh, if you want to contact us, there are a ton of different ways. Uh, apparently people found the voicemail line the last couple of days cause holy crap did we get voicemails. Uh, so, but if you want to email us, you can do that at podcast at psnation.org or you can go over to psnation.org over on the right side. There's a contact us button. You can pop that open, put some information in, and you can send an email to us that way. You can also hit the Call Me button to put your, your phone number in. It lets you uh, actually leave us a voicemail for three minutes. It's pretty badass. Or you can leave a voicemail on our regular line, which is 715-502-9773. Standard long-distance rates apply. Or if you have Skype, you can just call WDT-Torgo. Don't forget to look for us on Facebook under PS Nation. You can also find us on Twitter, all three of us. Well, they actually have access to the main account, too, so they always hijack me. Uh, but you can go to at Josh if you want to hear the latest about Far Cry 2. <laughs> or no, wait. No, Just Cause 2. Why was I thinking Far Cry 2? Yeah, seriously. That's weird. Just Cause 2. That's why I laughed. I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? This already getting to me, apparently. Uh, you can find Joel <laughs> over at 5 Spot Joel, and, of course, the main account at PS3Nation, which we're like 24 away from 4,000 followers. I'm like eight away from 500. Yay. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. See, people like you. Uh, You can also find us over on VGEVO.com. That's where our podcast network is. And that's where our official forums are at. And, uh, man, we've had a lot of chatter in there lately, too. It's been pretty nice. Uh, and also, you know, if, if you can't download the show the regular way, if you're on the go, you have a mobile device that you want to stream the show to, there's a couple different ways you can do that. Uh, you can stream right off our website, of course, or you can head, o- head over to FuriousGamer.com and uh, check out that browser-based streaming. Or if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch or an iPad for 99 cents in the App Store, you can grab the app for Furious Gamer. It's pretty nice. It's You can bookmark wherever you're at in a show. You can do a search for a specific game, and it'll take you right to that section of whatever shows are talking about that game and check that part out. 
Or if you have a different mobile device, like maybe a Palm OS, an Android, uh, BlackBerry, I think a couple cans and a string will work even, you can head over to Stitcher.com, and there's a free app for that. Uh, You can stream a bunch of different shows. And this is not just gaming podcasts. It's tons of different podcasts out there. And uh, uh, is that it? Oh, of course. There's two other things we got to talk about. Uh, you can head over to Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. Check out our merch. And uh, we're going to be putting some other stuff up there pretty soon. I've got some ideas. My mind's been grinding. Uh, and also you can head over to AudiblePodcast.com slash PS Nation, uh, which was not working for a day, but we got that fixed. So you can, if you tried and it didn't work, you can head over there now and sign up for our 14-day free trial. And if you do this through our link, audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, sign up for the 14-day free trial, you get a free book out of the deal. And if you don't keep the account, you can, you know, because you can kill it before the 14 days is up, you get to keep the book. And the other nice thing is it still helps us. We still get something out of the deal. And that helps us pay for our hosting and uh, for our external phone number so we can take calls for our live show in a couple weeks. That's right. January 22nd, right? We'll figure yep. that out later. January 22nd, we'll be doing our live show. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. But uh, I think that's it. So I can stop talking. Who wants to start with this this madness of what we're playing? I'll start because you guys got something in common. And I am special <laughs> and left out. So. friends. <laughs> yeah, until Joel gets the one-ups us by getting like the, yeah. No. He knows what he's going to do. <clears throat> well, I'm still in the second dimension. So I've been playing uh, Magician Lord on the Neo Geo, or at least the Neo Geo PS3 version. Awesome. Very cool. I've never played Magician Lord before. This is my first time playing that game. And although it, uh, you know, looks like it would, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's very dated to look at, but hell, it's a lot of fun to play. Well, you, you have know? to remember when that came out, though. I mean, that came out mid-90s. Like the, I was going to yeah. say early 90s, right? Um, actually, yeah, because I think it was, was I still in high school when that came out? Which would have been 80s. Uh, the cool thing. 70s, I mean, really. Yeah, for 70s, you, right? really. It was, it was on a Pong machine, actually. Yeah, uh, you and Barbarino and <laughs> Horshack. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Hi there. Um, I can't believe I remembered some of that. Uh, Magician Lord <laughs> is, is really near and dear to my heart, though, because that was the game. That was the first one on any Neo Geo arcade cabinet I ever played. And there's a like a convenience store franchise down south in like Kansas and everything called Quick Trip, but not spelled like the ones up here. It's actually Q U. And I, I could walk down to one from my house all the time and I'd, you know, throw a burrito in the microwave and, and you could sit there and play Magician Lord on this machine. I played it out like every night I would walk down with my friends and play this game. And I actually bought a memory card, which is actually just a PC a PC card. And uh the great thing was once I finally bought my Neo Geo system my save game on that memory card worked on my home system so I could continue on where I was at in the arcade one. And it's, it's, it's a great game. It's a tough platformer. It's a nice feature. I remember doing that with the N64 version and the arcade cabinet of NFL Blitz. Yeah, that's right. You could right. actually take your memory card. But besides that, I haven't seen that done too often. It's a neat feature. I'm trying to think if there was anything else like that. Well, I mean, there's games where you have, like, cards. You know, like, I have judgment cards, kind of. Oh, sure. I know you could bring some of that in, but yeah, there there weren't that many games that did that kind of cross-platform support like that. <clears throat> and I have to apologize to one of our community members, Sigma Omega. We planned on playing some Neo Geo together, and I lost track of time watching my new Blu-ray of Futurama. 
volume five. So Ooh. sorry, buddy. <laughs> I've, I, let's hook up. Let's play. So I, I owe you one. Nice. And uh, yeah. So yeah, I also picked up Futurama on Blu-ray. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, volume five is out, which is just that recent season just finished and it's on Blu-ray. It's got huh. some nice special features and looks and sounds absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I just saw that it came out, but I didn't notice that uh, they had it on Blu-ray as well. I guess it makes sense since it's all uh, widescreen and yeah. HD now when they're creating it. Yeah. Unfortunately, something came out that's even better than Futurama Season 5 on Blu-ray. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. The Ricky Gervais Show, Season 1. The one from HBO. Oh. It's the their podcast, podcast one? They, yeah, they animate it. Mm. Holy crap, I'm so on that. <laughs> I gotta see that. T- today in the mail I got, and I've been, I think you recommended this, Glenn... And as did a bunch of my friends, uh, The League. I finally got that from Netflix, nice. and I plan to start watching that. My wife and I are, I wouldn't say big into fantasy football, but we both enjoy it together. So I understand there's a, like a couple or there's a woman in there, so we're, she's pretty excited to watch it as well. That woman is Shay. I'm telling you. <laughs> Look, honey, and, the, and, the, and then you say she's not like into you. that. How many times did she come downstairs just during Extra Life to make sure that she made an adjustment to her, to her uh, team and all that other stuff? She's into it, dude. Yeah, it's funny when we start when she joined the league, and I know my wife. She's very into football, and, and hey, we're in Wisconsin. We live and breathe football. I mean, Indeed. that's <laughs> that's it's kind of part of our culture around here. And uh, she, I, I think people in our league, you know, more of the the male chauvinistic people, were like, "Are you sure a woman in a fantasy football league like they're sure it's you're the commissioner and it's your wife? We we get it, but." Man, she isn't. She's in first and second place every year since, and they don't. You know that respect is there now. They don't second guess a woman being in the league, and I think they're even open to more women being in the league. Wow, because <laughs> she's kicking ass and taking names. So yeah, she's pretty good at fantasy football. I've also been playing God of War three, and I'm still making my way through that game. I, I don't know what more to say about it that I haven't said already, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's a lot of fun to play. I think the uh, the controls are much tighter. In this version, and because of that, the uh, the enemies and the difficulty, I think they were able to ramp it up just a hair. Yeah. So I, I'm enjoying that. It's a little bit more challenging. I, I'm not just coasting through the game like I sort of felt like I did in the previous one or two. And even in uh, Chains of Olympus, to a certain extent, this is a little bit more challenging. And as a result, a little bit more enjoyable. That's your mad Sherfinsky skills. No. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of my mad skills, Monopoly Streets. I'm, I'm going to have to go buy that, that game, nice. aren't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I actually started playing it. I introduced it to my wife over the weekend. It's just an opportunity for us to play some games together. And she absolutely fell in love with it. Of course, we played a couple matches for a couple days, and then she took the disc, and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> so, Ooh, gateway drug. Yeah, we've got two PS3s in the house, obviously, and you know I got one in my area and one in hers. When we separate and do our own thing, we can still we can each game. And she has been playing Monopoly Streets every night. So I'm sorry, Josh, I, I want to get online with you, but if I can just get the disc out of the other machine for a few minutes, I can pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> well, forget that. What's her uh, PSN ID, and I'll just play with her. <laughs> I'll tell you offline. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. Oh my god, there's a girl online. <laughs> friend, friend, she's been, a- friend, She's been asking about that actually. She's like, "Give me their P." It was funny. It was ironic. I was playing God of War three the other day in my little area. She's out playing Monopoly Streets. Obviously, I knew she's playing Monopoly Streets. She actually sent me a PSN. So oh that was god. the first time I've ever gotten a PSN from my wife. <laughs> I, sw- I swear to God, I got totally turned on. I'm like, "Oh my god, my wife just sent me a PSN." <laughs> 
I ran in the other room and, and well, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, And woman. it was funny because she totally expected it. She's like, that turned you on, didn't it? And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually kind of cool, you know, not to be a total dork, but it was neat to not. Yeah, gateway drug is the, the right way to put it. It is, it is exactly that. So, I was messing with the custom rule sets in Monopoly Streets. Josh, you mentioned this a couple weeks back about how they can tweak and make your own rules. And I have some own house rules that I wanted to apply, and they weren't there. So I was slightly slightly irritated. I suppose this is maybe outside the norm of custom rules. The two things were, when you roll snake eyes, mm-hmm. we, we, have a, we have a family rule that everybody gets, you get one bill of every kind. You get a 500, a 100, a 20, a 50... 10, a 5, and a 1. Holy shit, I want to play with your family. Every time you roll snake eyes. (laughs) And then the other one is when you uh, play community chest or chance or just pay like taxes or whatnot, we always put that money into the the pot or the kitty. And when you land on free parking, you collect all that. That's not in streets? I think that's in there. No, you can't do that. -uh. You You can set a value for free parking. Or, like, when you land on it, you can get 100 or 200 or whatever you want it to be. But I didn't find the concept of the, the kitty. Wasn't no, I think it's taxes. They list it as taxes. Go to free parking. I thought it was in there. Oh, Aww. just as... Yeah, but it didn't have community, community chest and chance as a part of it, I don't think. Like when you have to pay in but, for mm-hmm, stuff on mm-hmm. community chest. Oh, that maybe sucks. I'm just... Yeah, maybe I'm just assuming that um, the community chest and chance tax quote-unquote tax cards are part of it but i guess not i don't i haven't tried the it didn't appear that way in the options that maybe i should give it a try but that that aside it doesn't really matter we're having a lot of fun playing it and gateway drug indeed my wife is already on the psn talking to people and wow (laughs) i have never seen her do anything like that she's usually pretty pretty much into the single player thing unless we're playing together i've never seen her even interested in online but she's so into monopoly streets she's kicking the computer's ass she just wants to <laughs> to go online and find some different challenges well i mean now and we know that we have somebody else to play with us for extra life there you go <laughs> i doubt she'd do the 24 but maybe she could join for a little while oh no she's yeah, she's all in or nothing some monopoly <laughs> <laughs> Those characters in that game, after about an hour or two, I've had enough. All those quirky, <laughs> cute little chipmunk, chirpy little kind of characters. Eh. So 24 hours of that, and I'd probably poke both my eyeballs out with whatever is nearby. <laughs> Last but not least, Josh, I played some Madden 11, just kind of previewing our matchup this weekend. The Green Bay Packers going to the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Did the Eagles even show up in Madden, or did they just like just like forfeit, like they're going to actually do? I kicked their ass pretty steadily. I, I'm not sure wow. what's going to happen uh, around the rest me. of the Madden parts, but yeah, that oh please! <laughs> <laughs> I wish the game were at home. You know, hopefully you guys don't throw batteries at us, but we're looking forward to coming to town and kicking your butt. And and the best thing about it is that uh, you know Rubenstein decided to open his big mouth and and go double or nothing on our bet that we had with the first game when the Packers you know destroyed the Eagles. So now if uh, if if for some weird reason like maybe a volcano shoots up in in the middle of the of the uh, of stadium and the Eagles win because something happens because of that volcano, uh, we're all even. But uh, if if the Packers win, I'm sorry, when the Packers win. 
and the Eagles quit by halftime. Uh, not only does he have to wear the hat that I bought him at Lambeau, now Rubenstein's got to wear a Packer jersey as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got one in mind, too, one that'll make him feel even prouder walking around with it on. I, I, I agree, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> hey, you know what's <laughs> badass about that stadium in Philly? Well, just the fact that it, it is so badass and that it's in Philly. But um, <laughs> they're putting... Uh, they're putting wind turbines all around the top of it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. For power. And then they're doing solar panels all on the outside uh, on the outsides of it. And they're going to take it completely off the grid and make it 100% self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the plans. It's really neat. And, and honestly, I think they should do that at more stadiums. I mean, it's yeah. very unobstructive. And, and it's, it's, I mean, it'll cut, it'll cut costs. Of course, that means that. It should mean that beer prices and everything else should go down, but no, that will never happen. (laughs) (laughs) You want the people in Philly to be more drunk at those games? Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's tougher to aim with the batteries when you're really, really drunk. Well, I guess so. Kind of throw it behind you and hit another (laughs) Eagles fan, but they won't feel it because they're really drunk. (laughs) Bring it, Danzino. Bring it, Dave from Philly. I don't care. Hey, and you're welcome, all three of you, for uh, and everybody else in Philadelphia and, and for the Eagle fans. We knocked out your quarterback week one, and had we not done that, do you really think Michael Vick would have did as well and started all those games for you? Exactly. Or is would Andy Reid have, have rolled with his guy, Cobb? Is, is, is Vick actually starting this week? Because they said he had He's that, supposed to. All right. I didn't yeah. know if he had the bruised quad still. Oh, whatever he has, I'm sure he's going to play. Yeah. Well, we could just knock him out then. Pshaw. And then Cobb will come we- in and just pass all over us. <laughs> no, that would be ironic. Uh, yeah, Cobb will take him right to the Super Bowl and win it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm in on that, that bet too, Josh, if you want to do that. I'm all in. Oh. <laughs> Which the, the Owens Favre jersey tr- swap. <laughs> that's, that's right. You want to uh, explain? I need to go buy a Randy Wright jersey and have him wear it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would wear that. That's too cool. That's true. <laughs> Unless you had like a Lynn Dickey jersey. That would be even better. <sighs> I need a Lynn Dickey jersey. Sorry. Man, everybody in Europe is just going, fuck this shit. <laughs> Who's this Eddie Lee Ivory you keep talking about? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> so, Josh, if the uh, Packers win... You have to don a Packers jersey, and if the Eagles win, I have to wear your Terrell Owens Eagles jersey. (laughs) Yeah, that I still have. Well, you know, I mean, we could do that, or um, we could pull out the uh, Freddie Mitchell jersey instead. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) That's cold. (laughs) Wow. So, so are we going to do this? Are we going to do the bet here? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. There it is. Set in stone. That. Sold American. We just have to decide finally where get we're going to get rid gonna, of that Owens jersey. Yes. Where we're going to do it. <laughs> so I'm thinking G, E3 not, myself. Not E3 or uh, MGC? I'm thinking E3. <clears throat> yeah, I think walking around this area with the Terrell Owens Eagles jersey on, I'm liable to get killed. You probably get shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> E3 would be better. I'm, agree- I'm in there. Oh, you think I'd do well with a Favre jersey? Right there in Milwaukee. 
Um, there's still a good contingent of people that really like Favre, and I, there's a guy I work that oh, I work okay. with that because he, he is a staunch Favre supporter, and I think part of it is him being funny, but at the same time, I mean, he. I, even I say you still have to respect the guy for what he did for the Green Bay Packers, but I really think that he should have just called it quits and not got on this vengeance rampage against Ted Thompson and, and make sure that he comes back to the NFC Central or the NFC North. I always want to say Central. NFC North just to like stick it to Ted Thompson, you know. And I mean, look how he, in my opinion, what he's done is kind of marred his career. But I still respect the guy for what he did for Green Bay. He should have stuck around. I mean, Oscar Mayer wieners are made here in Wisconsin. Yeah. You know? Jesus so. Christ. <laughs> Cracker Jack would know. <laughs> that's all that's all I've been playing. Alright. Uh Josh, you wanna go or you want me to go or what do you want? We can just do it together. Like we're best friends. <laughs> you go first and I'll jump in where need be and uh then I'll go. So Josh and I both uh got crazy and bought 3D TVs. Now, I bought it yeah. first and then Josh had to be a copycat and do the same thing, <laughs> jerk face. I can't have nothing hey, nice. I was I was able to well, Lou had a friend over this past weekend and the two of them, you know, her friend was like, "I'm not getting involved in this, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't understand. It's like when we go out and buy clothes." So, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's what he wants and <laughs> so she was kind of backing me <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah I, I well both of us got a panasonic viera 50 inch 3d plasma uh total awesome sauce tv i i bought mine on christmas eve and then of course on the 26th two days later it was a hundred dollars less so i had to price match it but um i i could we couldn't pass up that deal i mean it was this yeah. awesome tv that everybody raves about <clears throat> With a set of glasses, and everybody bitches about the glasses. We'll get into that later. But it came with a, a starter kit, so it came with this really good 3D Blu-ray player, uh, which, of course, we don't need because we have PS3s, but this thing does... It had Wi-Fi, it, it does, like, Netflix, Pandora, all kinds of stuff. Nice Blu-ray player. And then it came with Avatar and Blu-ray 3D, which is the only way that you can get it in the States in 3D until 2012, because they have, a, a, like, some kind of exclusivity deal. And then two extra sets of glasses. And those things are 150 bucks a pop. So we got three sets of glasses total with this deal. And uh, so mine got delivered actually last Friday, New Year's Eve. I got two hours to play with it because we were going out that night. My, my buddy came up for the weekend. Uh, I can't tell you how awesome it is to be able to sit in my living room and play PS3 again. Because my living room is so much bigger. I have that nice, comfortable couch down there I just got. I mean, this thing's like 11 feet long. <clears throat> um... It's so cool. I, I got a better sound system down there, everything. So, first off, movies. We'll just do movies right away. Bought Toy Story 3 and Blu-ray. Holy shit, does it look beautiful on this TV. The color correction's almost perfect. I, I really only calibrated a little bit, too. I really haven't got deep into the calibration yet, because that takes about three days. Um, but, wow. I, it just the depth in this thing is truly outstanding. And the 600 hertz refresh. Oh, mwah. Uh, and then I picked, I wanted to see a 3d movie, you know, so I, I, I was going to get despicable me, but I haven't seen it yet. But then target had resident evil afterlife 3d on sale. So I was like, ah, oh, F it. I'll buy that. I like Mila. I like uh alley larder. I can watch it. Actually decent movie too. I enjoyed it because it wasn't all zombies, this zombies, that it was more about the other stuff, but the 3d, it was shot in 3d. It was really good. 
like really, really well done. So I was pretty impressed. Even the menus and everything were in 3D. So played though. Uh, obviously, I'll just get that other way. Angry Birds on the on my phone, playing that nonstop when I have downtime. I don't know why. I'm I'm addicted. And now it's all for minis. Damn it. Uh, but I, of course I had to, I had to just kick into the uh, 3D stuff and all that. But first game I put in the system, God of War three. I had to see God of War three on this TV. I think my eyes melted. Oh my god, did it look good? Holy shit! <laughs> so played some God of War three. Not a lot of it, but I just I did had to throw it in. Uh, Super Stardust HD in 3D. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I did that one. <laughs> that um. <laughs> That's one of the few games in 3D that I could sit and play for a few hours and not be annoyed by it, and and it definitely complements the game, you know. And and what and what they did with it, it it's just outstanding. It, it, I'm definitely I've got the itch again for that game too. And then the other one that I'm really surprised with because I actually really suck at this game, Wipeout HD in 3D. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> we went through the same in order. Yeah, <laughs> it's, this is pretty much the order too. I'm actually better at Wipeout HD now. Yeah. Because you can read all the yeah. corners and everything. And the 3D implementation on that is really well done. Like, it's almost like the game was written for it. So, wow. Yeah, the only the only downside of it, I, I went right into photo mode after the race, and I'm yeah. lining up this gorgeous 3D picture, and, you know, it doesn't save it that way. <laughs> oh, see, in GT5... There's a 3D photo mode, and you can actually save it out. So I didn't yeah. think I'd have that in Wipeout, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, everything just pops out, and, and the textures are really clean. And um, they actually, you can see it in a few games and in a couple movies, actually, where they compensate for the darkness of the 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. And Wipeout is one of them, where you can tell they're compensating for it to make it look better. So, yeah, I wow. i really impressed with that. Uh, also grabbed for ten bucks the MotorStorm Pacific Rift HD, <laughs> which I, I'm really shocked that it's ten bucks and why they couldn't just patch the regular game. I yeah, don't get that. But yeah, but I was fun. gonna say that was the one when it started up and I could see all the cars on the track, you know, on the track, and it zoomed down in and the race started. I was giggling like a schoolgirl. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's not the best 3D out of out of the bunch. I mean, it, you can kind of tell yeah. that they were doing, they were kind of testing what they were going to do with it, but it still works really, really well. Like, uh, yeah, it's it it does yeah. what it needs to do, it especially when you get a when you get a big dump truck right in the screen. You're like, shit! I mean, it's <laughs> it's just coming right out at you. Yeah. Well, I love the way the dirt kicks off the tires. You yes. see all the terrain deforming as you're going. That's it's really got some special effects yeah. in 3D that really add to it. I can't wait to see Apocalypse now. I mean, we've seen it, but it was so early that I'm sure it's changed a bunch by now. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, and then, well, go ahead, Josh. No, go ahead. I was oh, okay. just going to say something about uh, Apocalypse, but oh, okay. it doesn't matter. It's not. Uh, and then I tried Black Ops in 3D. Not very good. <laughs> it's... It's kind of a PC implementation that they ported over to the PS3 version, and I'm sure the 360 version. And um, number one, the the crosshairs get really obtrusive, and you can actually turn them off in 3D mode, which is good. Uh, I played three matches in 3D, and I turned it off. I I was terrible in 3D. I I couldn't judge anything. the the red the the red dot sights looked weird. 
really disorienting. So uh, not every game in 3D looks that good. Is that for the whole game or just multiplayer? I didn't try the single player yet. I think I think single okay. player is in it too, though, because it hmm. detects when you have a 3D TV, and when it first yeah. boots up, it yeah. puts the main that main menu where you're in that room. It puts that in 3D hmm. even. Hmm. Yeah. So I think it's single player as well. Which okay. I just it was really disorienting. It it it. I really had a problem. I tried it a couple times, and I, I just did not like it. Uh, and then Auditorium HD in 3D, which is pretty subtle. I mean, it, it's obviously a Flash game that they brought over to the PS3 with a lot more colors and everything, but really well done. Like, very subtle 3D, but it, it definitely complements the game. And it doesn't help you at all. Like, it wouldn't, like, a GT5 or a Wipeout or anything, but it just it kind of spruces up the, the room, you know? It's neat. It and ties it's a great the room together? Too. I'm sorry? It kind of ties the room together? Yeah, Like you Lebowski's know, rug? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that rug really tied the room together. So, uh... I'm trying to think. I, I think I did play something else in 3D, and I can't remember what the heck it is, but uh, those are really the main ones. I played a lot of Super Stardust HD when I threw it in, and uh, the movies and everything. But uh, And on a side note, uh, the story came out today that the Voodoo player, they're going to start streaming 3D movies next week. Yeah. That is badass, because those Blu-rays are expensive right now. Yeah. I noticed that they're like forty dollars if at their highest point. And yeah. I think I saw a couple for thirty five on sale, but yeah, see, a little I got, staggering. I didn't I didn't expect that to be honest. The I extra didn't either. Price. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got Resident Evil for twenty three. So and Despicable Me, I think it was thirty one, but it's a whole pack where it's the three D, it's the two D, it's I think a digital copy, all kinds of stuff. So I mean, regular Blu rays are coming down a little bit now, so we'll see that hopefully with the three D stuff eventually, but. I'm in it for the games anyway. <clears throat> uh, played some Battlefield Bad Company 2 Vietnam. Really had a lot of fun with that, except um, the Hill 137, the lighting is awful. Terrible. I thought there was something wrong with my new TV. So I brought it upstairs and played it on this one, and it's the same. It's terrible. So a little frustrating about that one. Um, and then my buddy Adam got on a tear with Marvel Pinball. And he was playing it a shitload, and especially the um, the Spider-Man table. Beat my score on Spider-Man, that son of a bitch. So out of my friends list, I have the top score in every one of them except for Spider-Man now because he's on my friends list. So I, I need to <laughs> go beat that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I laid the gauntlet down to Gruel, and I don't think he's really picked it up yet. You know, he's just kind of talking smack about his, his one little high score on Paranormal on Zen. Well, when I get time to go play Zen Pinball, maybe I'll beat it, maybe I won't, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I playing a lot of that 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 ends in pinball though, just really having a good time. Uh and then we played Top Darts, which is a PSN title for Move. You play darts and we were, you know, I kind of mentioned a couple weeks ago, it is really fun. Really fun. It doesn't have online unfortunately, which really I can I think kind of think kills it. But for playing two player or whatever, it's really good. Like once you figure out how to aim and how to throw the dart and everything, we had a blast. An absolute blast with this game. So, yeah, I'm going to be playing that a lot more. But I've got to try that. Is there is there cricket in there, too, and everything else, yeah. or is it just... No, they got 315171 nice. cricket. They've got this alternative cricket. They've got a ton of games in it. And you can, like, customize the board. You can customize a bunch of stuff. But like I said, it... it 
with it not having online, that really kills it for me because really I'm only going to play this when other people are over. Because <clears throat> I don't want to play the CPU. But I, I really like it. I, it's, it's way better than me putting a dartboard on the wall and marring up my, my wall, you know? I mean, obviously you don't have the right <laughs> height and everything like you would in a normal darts board, so it's not a true simulation, but really had a, a blast with it. And then uh, Baseball Stars in the Neo Geo, which... You know, it, it's a fun game. Baseball Stars 2 is leagues better. See what I did there? But uh, we had a good time with it. Adam got pissed off because I hit the shit out of the ball. He's like, oh, man, you took the best team. And, uh. No, I just beat you, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> Other than that, that, that should be pretty much it. So, what I missed, Josh? All right. Um, well... Let me just jump right in quickly with uh, when uh, Lou's friend was over. She watched us play SingStar. (laughs) Said, I'm not getting anywhere near that microphone. And then about 20 minutes later, she was singing. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then we cracked Rock Band 3. And I was doing drums. Uh, Lou was guitar and her friend was bass. Um, And they were loving that. We we were doing four song sets at a time. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. And then Lou dropped the guitar at one point and grabbed the microphone. She was singing for the last two sets. Uh, so that was actually a ton of fun. Um, <laughs> hey, that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had heard from our writers that Enslaved had a patch and it was now in 3D. And I went, and I popped it in and realized it's not. I think just the downloadable content, the piggy thing, really? is 3D. Because yeah. what I thought is when you got the piggy thing, it added 3D for everything. So only the Pigsies thing is in 3D. Oh. Uh, uh. Well, I don't know because I don't have that. Oh, okay. And when I put it in, it had a patch to update the version, but... I got no 3D. I started to play through the first level, and I'm like, okay, there's nothing here. And then it locked up on me, and I was like, okay, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just dropped it. <laughs> and I put Tron in instead. Ah. That's got some 3D. How is it, though? Uh, good. Not spectacular. Okay. It's got 3D. Yeah. Well, uh, the but- funny thing is... It's only in the gameplay itself. When you get into uh, the cutscenes, it all goes 2D. That's probably because they're playing a video file or something. Yeah, and it's almost it reminds me almost of the movie, you know, where okay. parts of it were in 2D and then the rest was in 3D. Um, it's serviceable. It's all right. You know, it doesn't bring a whole lot to it because the environments are pretty stale as they are. It's... You know, you're inside the computer, you're you're going through the story, and it's kind of neat because it starts before the movie and actually gets into some of the stuff that was in the flashbacks. Okay. Uh, where, like, I guess halfway or near the end of the first level, I see the whole fight where uh, Clue comes after Tron and Flynn. Oh, okay. And your character is up there uh, on a walkway up above them watching this happen. So it's neat. They kind of integrate it into all that stuff. It's, you know, it 
it puts you into that world. So it is, it's cool. It's nothing spectacular. The game itself is nothing spectacular. Uh, it's decent, a little repetitive, hmm. but, um, you know, it works. It works all right. Okay. Uh, then I put in the Sly collection. Nice. <laughs> uh, I started with Sly 1. You have to dig into the menu options to find the 3D. Um, and I tried it out, and it's weird because it says it has 3D on or off and then level 1 through 5. Okay. And I couldn't see a whole lot of difference between 1 through 5. I tried, you know, 1, I tried... I tried a couple of them and I went up to five and it's not a huge difference, at least in Sly one. I haven't seen anything that really jumps out. Um, it's there. It's just subtle um, because, you know, the game wasn't the original game wasn't built for any of that. They've, they've gone back and added this in. So decent uh, implementation, but I'm just enjoying the game itself. It's okay. just a fun game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, uh, and then off of 3D, I went back to Uno for a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more punishment. And uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Surprise, no! surprise. Yes, but we've moved on in the score chase because I'm sick of those bastards that are above me. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Our new score chase is the next maze down, which is highway. Wow. Five minutes. Uh, so we're we're going to see how far we can get in that. Uh, Dave from Philly, I think, uh, had asked me about that on Twitter. And I said, let's just do that one. So that's where we're headed now. Um, and I ran through and I really tried to get a good score for the first time on that on that. Uh, thing and i i cracked the top 1000 so i felt good about myself um but uh we'll see i have to figure out what my score was and then uh tweet it or something <laughs> so see where i stand it's fun nice. and that was it all right well uh let's take our break when we come back the uh epic golden minecart awards of 2010 and let's hope i don't screw all this up <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, folks. It is time to announce all these winners. Uh, again, don't forget, these were all voted on by our community. 
And, you know, we, we had a vote in it, too, but, I mean, we're just this minuscule little percentage point compared to everybody else. Uh, so a lot of different categories, and I'm actually going to turn this over to Joel because Joel put a lot of work into this and uh, did some major, major awesomeness here. So I think we're just going to switch off on all the different categories. And I don't know, Joel, why don't you explain it to us? Sure. We had a community poll on our website for each of these categories, and everybody had a chance to vote and vote a couple times if they wanted. You could vote once per day. We received quite a few votes, so I feel like we've we've got a good representation of our community. Of course, we would have liked everybody to vote, but that doesn't always happen. We've we got a, a defi- definitely a good representation, and lots of people voted. And uh, we were debating, I think, initially about having the PS Nation Golden Mine Court Awards come from us, but the more the more work that went into this the more it started to make sense that having the community choose these games would be the best route. Right. And, and frankly, I, th- I think the community didn't differ too different from us anyway. So no. It pro- no, they were stupid in some places. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, the, the entire Golden Minecart Awards are community-driven. At the very end of this, we are going to choose a PS Nation staff choice for best PSP and best PS3 game. Both are also represented by the community, but we're going to do a a PS Nation staff vote. And by the staff, that would be myself, Glenn, Josh, of course. We had Mark join in on the vote, and then our writers, Ray, Bill, and Justin. So everybody contributed to the staff vote. We can also share our favorites from that category because Josh, Glenn, and I each have our own personal games of the year. We can discuss that, but I think the overall PS Nation vote, it was fun because we all had a say in it, and basically the way it worked was... Uh, I, I, I assigned a point value to each of their choices. Everybody gave me a top three. And then I basically added up all of the points and whatever won, won. So, I mean, we had a, a game or two that maybe had one number one vote but had so many number two votes that it ended up being the PS Nation staff game of the year. So ah. just to be clear, be clear how that kind of came together. <laughs> just because Mark is screaming Bayonetta at the top of his nah. lungs doesn't make it number one it's literally the the cooperative <laughs> effort of all of us from ps it's, nation it's number one in his emo head <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly you know 11 months later after that game's release i think it was january 2010 i was very early on in the year it's still resonating yeah. Yeah. just like mark said it would i'm surprised you know not that i don't trust and value mark's opinions and respect his insight and his foresight i don't <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a quitter. As a big quitter, yeah. Although he's helping so me out this weekend, so i got to be nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I think I th- what we'll do here is we'll go through category by category. We'll name all the nominees, yeah. and then we'll count, we'll count down the top five. I didn't include every single nominee and how they ranked out. We're just going to focus in on the top five. So we had, That uh, is it. We had a few categories with a ton of nominees, too. Uh-huh. That was crazy. Yeah, like best PSN title. You know, you can't just limit it to 10 choices or so. You really got to put a lot out there. And I think best PSP and best PS3 also had quite a few choices. Also, one one more point of clarity. When we did our PS Nation staff games of the year for PSP and PS3, we did not have a list of nominees. We literally went off anything that came out this year, whereas the community, we, we narrowed it down to you know, most of the bigger titles and the community was allowed to interact with us, obviously, and, and give us feedback. So if, if I miss something, when I set the polls up, like I think initially I set up best action game of the year and I, I mistakenly uh, left out 
Yakuza 3. And oh. Somebody chimed in right right away. Hey, you forgot Yakuza 3. And I, I went in and a- added it right away. Yeah. So anything anything that anybody requested was included as a nominee. But quite frankly, I think some of the smaller titles, nobody was going to vote for anyway. So we didn't include every single last stinking one of them. <laughs> you can never make everybody happy. I know some people were complaining about the categories and everything else. And, and you know, we'll we'll look at that for next year. Just- I had a write-in going for a little while. I, I took it down pretty quickly. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Because mm-hmm. somebody actually voted for Warhawk as Game of the oh Year. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, smartass. Gee, the, I the wonder write- who that could have been. <laughs> the Josh. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so it took, it took the write-in category away pretty quickly. But I guess what I'm getting at is if you were there saying it wasn't represented and you wanted it represented, then I added it. So it truly is representative of our community and what they believe are the best games this year. Indeed. Well, why don't you get to the first category then? All right, first category. The PS3 Best Remake Game. The nominees in this category are The Sly Collection, Final Fight Double Impact, Earthworm Jim HD, Sonic Adventure, Monkey Island 2 Special Edition, and Crazy Taxi. And coming in at number five, Sonic Adventure. Wow. (laughs) See? Told you it wasn't bad. I think Josh was just hitting the vote button from 10 different PCs (laughs) every day. (laughs) His IPs are all the same. (laughs) Uh, Number four, Earthworm Jim Hmm. HD. It's a game I haven't personally played, but I've got to go back and play that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, our number three came out earlier or your number three i should say came out very early in the year final fight double impact yeah i voted we talked about that is a really good remake it's a good remake especially with the inclusion of the arcade cabinets in the menus yeah nice touch number two the secret of monkey island special edition another awesome one Nice game to see remade and back and available. It's for so many people. It was a, a PC game many, many years ago, and a lot of us didn't have the opportunity to enjoy it. It's nice to see it back and new and shiny in HD, and it still plays as well as I remember it did back in the day. Indeed. And number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one is the Sly Collection. By far and away, the one. most community votes. Yeah, it seemed it ran away with it. Really, very popular title in the remake category. Uh, here to accept the accept the trophy is Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Check Wikipedia, kids. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, Josh, you want to do? Uh, I'll make you do the short one. <laughs> Uh, next category. You want to do this one? <laughs> I'll do this one. All right. It's fine. Uh, the PS3 Best RPG. That stands for Really Popular Game. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't see any Just Cause 2 on there. Oh, you're right. No, so that can't be Really Popular Game. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> role-playing game. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, the nominees are Last Rebellion, Final Fantasy XIII, Fallout New Vegas. Mm. I'm waiting for that applause between each of them. Yeah. Uh, Trinity Universe, 
Atelier Rorona. Alchemist of Arland. Wow, they're getting nerdier and nerdier as we go. <laughs> I, think, I just think every every time I see Rorona, I think that somebody just doing really bad English. Yeah, every time I read these, I think of people not getting laid ever. Um, <laughs> costume Quest. Uh, Near White Knight Chronicles. Star Ocean, The Last Hope, Resonance of Fate. So, that's quite a list. Actually, there's some pretty good games in there, uh, all things considered. And our number five best RPG of the year is Nier. (laughs) So, haha, Mark, it's not game of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Number four was White Knight Chronicles. Suck it, Mark. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, that got a lot of mixed, mixed. Reviews from yeah. from players and from reviewers, um, but yeah, there it is. Number four, number three was Costume Quest, Yay. PSN title, recent title. Yep. Number two, the big one, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Wow, something beat out Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yes. Now, what's it going to be? There's a lot of games on that list. The number one game is Fallout New Vegas. Wow. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I mean, Final Fantasy is such a a storied franchise, and everybody was freaking out so much about it. Fallout New Vegas, you know, Western title. Beat it out. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, that came out more recently, and there was a lot of, a lot of, well, a lot of people that played it really loved it, you know? Yeah. It was just one of those games that, well, the Fallout 3 was good, but this, you know, took it in a new, really new and different um, setting. So, yeah. Well, we I saw quite a, quite a bit of disparity amongst these different titles. But overall, Fallout New Vegas double the vote to really? number two, Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, it took 40% of the vote. Wow! Double double the the number of votes to number two, which is the Final Fantasy thirteen. So again, your favorite, far and away. I am surprised by that one, honestly. I mean, for a lot of years, it was if there was a Final Fantasy game out, that was it. You know, I'm pretty shocked by that one. Hi, this is Jason Bergman. I'm the senior producer at Bethesda Softworks on Fallout New Vegas. Um, I just want to say on behalf of everybody at Bethesda Softworks and Obsidian Entertainment, uh, thanks to all the PSN Nation listeners for naming us RPG of the Year. It's a a real thrill to get that. Thank you guys so much. All right, uh, the next one, Best PS3 Fighting Game. Well, of course, there's only two nominees because there was only two fighting games that came out. Uh, Actually, there were three. There was a PSN title. Oh, no, wait, that's right. I looked it up. It came out at the very end of last year. Yeah, Um, so the nominees uh, are Blaze Blue and Super Street Fighter Four. I wonder which one won. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so obviously, uh, it's Blaze Blue Continuum Shift. Oh yes, which is Continuum the, Shift, which the, is the the super Street. of Blaze Blue. Indeed, which is actually a very good game. Uh, obviously, we know what the winners. I'm going to do the drum roll. Super Street Fighter Four obviously got that one with the worst opening song of all times. Yeah. This- Oh, God, I hate this song. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. 
So, I mean, obviously this is a game that a lot of people in our community love. We see all the Indus guys really talking about that one quite a bit. Uh, Mark is a huge Street Fighter fan, and, and it, it dominates pretty much every time we get together. There's somebody playing Street Fighter. So this one isn't a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and the vote, 81% Super Street Fighter 4. 81%. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All right, our next one. This was, uh, th- I think this one was kind of a hotly fought battle. Oh, no, wait, no, this one wasn't. Yeah, next we have the PS3 Best Music Game. Indeed. And the nominees in this category, and there there weren't a whole ton, but we had Green Day Rock Band, <laughs> Guitar Hero, Warriors of Rock, <laughs> Def Jam Rap Star. Game of the Year. Rock Band 3, DJ Hero 2, and Singstar Dance. All right. And coming in at number five, which I'm surprised we didn't use our authority to overrule and just swipe completely (laughs) off the face of the... (laughs) No, you picked it. So we're saying at number five, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. Wow. With a whopping quest mode, with a whopping two percent of the vote, number five. Music RPG, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> number four, Def Jam Rap Star. As long as you have Cracker Jack at your house to sing for you, this game should be game of the year for everyone. That is true. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Best YouTube video ever. Yeah, he's got to reprise that role next year at Extra Life for oh sure. <laughs> I'll never look at those songs the same ever again. <laughs> Uh, number three, DJ Hero 2. Nice. I need to review that Num- still. Yeah. Number two, SingStar Dance. Uh. We know our community likes them. SingStar Games had 11% of the vote. Wow. Oh. With a so. resounding 71% of the vote. Green Day. <laughs> Good guess, but no, Rock Band 3. <laughs> Very, very awesome and kind of expected, but I'll tell you what, it's even more awesome because from Harmonic Studios, here's Daniel Sussman. Hi, this is Daniel Sussman. I'm the project leader for Rock Band 3 at Harmonic Music Systems, and, uh, you know, we're really proud of Rock Band 3, and, you know, we're, we're really psyched um, to hear that it was named uh, Best Music Game for PlayStation Nation. And on behalf of the whole team, I just want to say thank you. Uh, we worked really hard on it. We're really proud of it. There's, you know, it's a huge game. Pro mode was, you know, really fun to work on, and we feel like it really changes the, the landscape for music games and what's possible kind of in a music game experience and, you know, all the music and everything. We're, we're really proud of, uh, and it's just great to be acknowledged. So thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you next year. Awesome. Thanks very much for uh, the acceptance speech. That was so nice of him. Definitely. All right. Uh, what do we got here, Josh? Best move game, huh? Best move game. Oh, yeah. The nominees are Start the Party. <laughs> uh, sports <laughs> Champions. <laughs> iPet. John Daly's Pro Stroke Golf. Did you see that they released a, a course pack for that for free? Yeah. I gotta buy. I gotta yeah. grab that. That's a good game. Yeah. Interesting title. Uh, <laughs> TV superstars. Uh, the shoot. Time crisis. Raising storm. I want to be a pirate. 
<laughs> the Fight Lights Out. Nice. Kung Fu Rider. Ruse. And Tumble on the PSN. Ah. So there's a bunch of nominees there. And Indeed. Let's, let's just jump right in and see where the community fell here. At number five, we have Kung Fu Rider. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's not the greatest game, but uh, it's, it's it's wacky. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, it's a community vote, so... Number four was The Fight Lights Out. Nice. Which supports 3D. You should try that. Yes. Yes, that and so does our next game, number three, Tumble. Indeed. On the PSN. Yeah, I haven't tried either of those yet. Uh, The number two game was Time Crisis Raising Storm. (laughs) And I think that's because it had three games in it, but, you know, whatever. Three Uh, awesome games. Yeah. And the number one game was... Wait, did I just get jipped out of the drum roll? No, I did it. <laughs> Here. <laughs> just for you. All right, that's better. Because <laughs> this is a big one. Sports champions. Nice. Of course. I mean, this is obviously just such a great show-off piece for the move. And is yeah, and yeah, it's awesome. But committed no crime. Joel, you this is another one of those categories. It's another one of those categories where it ran away with the vote. Sixty-four percent of the vote Holy went to crap. sports champions. Yeah, and the next lowest getter, wow. uh, Time Crisis, thirteen percent. So wow. wow, yeah, sports champions is everybody's favorite move game. And uh, to accept the award, Mr. Jeremy Ray from Sony. Thank you very much, PS Nation Podcast, uh, for your 2010 Golden Minecart Award for Best Move Title of the Year. Um, I'm uh, Jeremy Ray, producer on Sports Champions, and we couldn't be uh, more proud to earn this award and and get the uh, uh, confirmation from your readers that uh, they enjoyed the game. Um, We worked long and hard on the title, uh, the group San Diego Games, uh, San Diego Studios, and a lot of uh, other uh, other players here uh, helped put this game together, and I think we came out with a good product, and we're really glad that uh, your readers agree. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, next, best PS3 racing game. Now, this one was pretty hotly contested, wasn't it, Joel? It was. As a matter of fact, we have a dead tie for number two. Down, It's literally the exact same number of votes. That is crazy. Uh, yeah. So nominees, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, or All-Stars and Friends That's Racing. That's one of the ones that has a tie. Oh, sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. F1 2010, Moto GP 09-10, Split Second. Which, uh, of course, X-Play said was uh, Racing Game of the Year. Blur, Mod Nation Racers, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, and Gran Turismo 5. So coming in at number five is Blur, which honestly surprised me a little bit. I thought that a couple other games were a little bit better. But uh, number four, Split Second, which is uh, quite an awesome game. And then a tie for uh, second, so we don't even have a third. Tie for second, Dead Heat. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and Mod Nation Racers. 
that doesn't surprise me. They are both really, really awesome games. Yeah, it's nice to see Mod Nation still getting the love, too, all these months later. Indeed. It it is an awesome game, game. and uh, some of the most fun we've had online in a long time, quite honestly. Uh, Just recording that that home video and uh, just getting on there and playing other times, it is so much fun online. So I love it. But, of course, I don't think anybody's surprised by this one. The uh, number one voted on by you, the listeners... Gran Turismo 5, of course. Uh, It's taken over our community quite a bit. There are a lot of online matches going on. They're already making improvements to it, listening to what people are saying. uh, This game is pretty much... I'm completely addicted to it. So there you go. Well, you're not the only one. 58% of the community said this was the best racing title of last year, or this year, excuse me. Well, last year, last year. 2011. Now. Yeah, <laughs> eh, I haven't switched yet. <laughs> I should should I look still, at the at the check you just sent me? Wait, <laughs> 2010. Yeah, damn I was going to say I'm s- <laughs> still writing all my checks with 2010, <laughs> and they still don't cash either. So good luck with that. People. <laughs> no, I was using this as a Super Bowl before, just bouncing it around. <laughs> boing 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 boing. All right, on to the next one. Yes, I think it's my turn, right? Indeed, hey. best sports game of 2010. The nominees, MLB 10, the show. Sweet. Of course. NCAA Football 11. Sweet. Madden 11. Eh. <laughs> NHL 11. Sweet. FIFA 11. <laughs> kind of funny, we're in the 2010 awards and everything's 11. Well, Tiger yeah. Woods 11. EA Sports MMA NBA 2K, wait for it, 11. <laughs> That's going to be the new two. <laughs> NBA Jam, UFC Undisputed 2010. Way to go, UFC. You're in the right year, like MLB. We appreciate that. <laughs> and last but not least, Skate 3. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the NBA Elite demo? <laughs> oh, crap. Well, if they would have called it NBA Elite 11 demo, I probably would have included it. See, there you go. So. It's all about semantics. Yeah. Exactly. So we've got some 11s in the winning, the winning list here. Number five, Josh will be very pleased. Well, be probably more pleased if it were higher on the list, but NHL 11. Yeah, it's only because you people didn't play it, you jerks. It's hey, the best sports game out there. I don't even like hockey that much, and I thought it was a great game. I was yeah. really impressed no, with it. It's a phenomenal game. Yeah, I, I had a chance to play it when you were over, and just the way the controls, I really enjoy. I really, I, I've got to, oh, I've got to play this game some more. I've just been so busy playing everything else. <laughs> uh, you know, and there's, it's pretty. This is a pretty, pretty close race. We should say that right out of the gate here. Uh, NHL 11 got 10 percent of the vote. The first place vote getter got 27. So wow. between one and five, they were very, very mm, close. That was close. Yeah. Number four of your choice, NBA 2K11, coming in with 11% of the vote, so just nice. barely uh, edging out oh, NHL 11. I forgot <laughs> to vote a couple times. Damn it. <laughs> uh, number three with 14% of the vote. Again, very close. NBA Jam. Awesome game. Which everybody seems to be enjoying. Obviously, it even beat out the uh, the more simulated or the more simu- simulation version of the NBA game, so... Nice job. Indeed. No, number two, 
with 21% of the vote. FIFA 11. Man, those European listeners went balls nasty on that one. <laughs> but that They did, worthy. you know. <laughs> it, is, it is a great, great game. I agree. It I really actually, is. I got a couple PMs. Why is this not in the game of the year list? Forget that it's in sports. We <laughs> want it to be our games of the year. <laughs> because we're not from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it, it did very well, and it's nice to see. You know why it's not in the game of the year category? Because it couldn't win its category. That's why. Yeah. Take, take that, Europe. Yeah, the beers come over here and vote more. We'll throw it in there next year. Take that, Europe. <laughs> Number one. Oh wait. <laughs> With twenty twenty-seven percent of the vote, MLB Ten, the show. Hell's yeah, baby. I mean, that's obviously my sports game of the year, although NBA Jam is number two on my list. Hells yeah, baby! I had a tough time between that FIFA and NHL. Really. They're all three excellent games. Well, you know who didn't have a tough time with that? Our buddy Ramon Russell, who's the community manager over for MLB The Show. On behalf of the MLB team, we'd like to thank you for this award. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Everybody in the studio is stoked about it. It's really humbling because, you know, we work so hard, you know, with these 10-month develop cycles trying to give you absolutely no doubt that you should purchase this baseball game year in, year out. And, you know, stuff like this makes it all worthwhile. So thanks. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, this game rules my life for at least two or three months a year. I mean, I, I go with my friends, and we sit and we play it for an entire weekend, at least two weekends, a, you know, a month, and I'm playing it pretty much day and night when it comes out, and yeah. So, I mean, I was voting for this one, of course. I don't know. Yeah, it's a phenomenal game. Yeah. And I can't wait for 11 with 3D support. <laughs> well, and and it's funny, I forgot to mention it, and I'm so excited about it, I can't believe I forgot to mention it, but next week... And, then, and we'll talk about this after, after we get through all this stuff, uh, because it's going to throw off our schedule a little bit. But next week, I've been invited to San Diego Studios to sit with the devs, and there's only six of us going. And we're going to sit with the devs and essentially play MLB 11 nonstop for like three and a half days. So it's an, an insane honor that I was invited, and uh, hopefully we'll be bringing you a lot of great news that you're not going to see anywhere else. Uh, it's a bunch of the guys from Operation Sports and myself that are going to this. So uh, they obviously <laughs> they must realize that I love the game that much, and that we, you know, we always tried to even with Mark here. Always tr- that was the one game where I told Mark we're going to cover it. We're going to cover it. <laughs> and then of course he's saying I feigned interest. No, he didn't. <laughs> he never feigned interest. But <laughs> yeah, your Twitter conversation back and forth the other day was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's one game that I've I've just really loved the series for a long time, and the people at San Diego Studios are so awesome to deal with, and uh, it's it's I'm seriously still I'm not I can't sleep I, I'm like shaking because of this like the that I'm able you should to go, go do to this. a doctor. Maybe I should. Maybe it's uh <laughs> maybe it's something else. Maybe it's the DTS. I don't know. But that's why I drank the beer before. But no, it, it's so cool. So I'm hoping I, I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about when I'm there and everything, and I'll find out all that stuff. But 
Uh, we're going to actually record a little bit later next week because I'm going to be in San Diego for four days. So uh, we'll talk about the end of the show. But, yeah, I, it, it's, a, it's a great game. And, and I'm a big baseball fan. And it really just it scratches that itch. So especially because I can't play anymore. So, yeah. All right. Whose turn is it? Who did that last one? I did. Okay, so it's Josh's So this turn. would be me. Yeah. For the PS3 Best Shooter, the nominees are Mag. Sweet. Uh, Game of the Year Bioshock 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, sorry, you're not I supposed to give that? it away. In the Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, do the, uh, we'll just get that out of the way then. <laughs> um, Alien vs. Predator. Battlefield Bad Company 2. Sweet. Lost Planet 2. <laughs> Medal of Honor. No, no. Not 2. No, no. <laughs> um, Vanquish. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Nice. Singularity and Alpha Protocol. That one surprised me. Because that's more RPG-ish, I thought. But didn't somebody write in and say it should be shooter or something? We got we got a few votes for it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, well, not enough because number five is Bioshock <laughs> Two. Yeah, so not game of the year. Uh, well, not shooter, yeah, according well. to our silly community. Oh, that's Josh <laughs> at psnation.org. No, that was Joel. Uh, this is Joel, and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> and, uh, Damn, I hope they can tell us apart by now, man. Oh, come on, people. They can just tell me with my Num- whiny voice. <laughs> Number four is Vanquish. That should have nice. been higher. Yeah, that's an that was awesome a great game. game, too. Yeah, that's one of my favorite shooters this last year. Number three, Mag. Nice. Number two, a little bit of a surprise here, Call of Duty Black Ops. Blops. So, oh. no, it's Call of Duty B.O. It's not B.O. <laughs> I'm with Josh on that one. B.O. all the way. <laughs> all right. The number one game is Battlefield Bad Company 2. Nice. Very, very happy with that one. I decided to go with the menu music on that one instead of the uh, dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> I just like this menu music from Battlefield 2. So yeah, that's right. That's, Good that's choice. Anyway. Hey everyone, this is Matt Pruitt, Global Community Manager for Shooters here at EA. Wow, what can I say? I want to thank you guys, the PS Nation fans, for uh, naming Battlefield Bad Company 2 as the best shooter of the year. It means a lot to us, um, and we'd like, you know, we wouldn't be making these games if you guys weren't playing them. So, again, we thank you and hope that you continue to stick with the Battlefield franchise for years to come. We have a lot of cool stuff coming, and we want you guys to be there every step of the way. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this one, like, this one ran away with it. Battlefield Bad Company 2 had almost triple the votes of number two, Call of Duty Black wow. Ops. And Battlefield Bad Company came in with 40% of the vote. Wow. Compared to Call of Duty, okay, Glenn, I'll humor you, Blops, <laughs> at 16%. <laughs> Mag was very, very close behind. Mag had 15% of the vote. 
Uh, Vanquish had 14%. So you had literally wow. one percentage point between number two, number three, and number four. So very closely Jeez. contested. But Battlefield Bad Company 2 literally ran away with this one. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like Black Ops, but um, Bad Company 2, it, it was really big with our community for a long time. And I mean, we were pretty devastating when we got onto the servers. And I think we still can be if, if we can kind of round everybody up again. But, you know, getting on with First MJC and Bleak Harvest and Omnilaw and Aggie and all the regular guys, uh, like a lot of the Killzone guys, and it would not be uncommon like three or four times a night for people to leave the server because we were all on and we were kicking their ass. It, it, it got ugly. I mean, it's such a good game. It's yeah. Honestly, I, I just really love that game and, and, uh, I still play it. So I think it's well deserving of this title. You know, what's interesting to me in this category is medal of honor. Didn't make the list or it didn't make, it didn't crack the top five. I should say, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was the new hotness for a few minutes, and I understand that because it was the new first-person shooter for a while, and, and Battlefield Bad Company had monopolized most people's time for a long time. And then Call of Duty Blops came out, and Medal of Honor became, it was like, huh? Yeah. You know, or at least, at least that's the way it seems. So it looked like a good game. I didn't personally play it, but I was kind of curious, Glenn, your thoughts on Medal of Honor and, and why it wasn't even cracking the top five from our community. Well, you know, it, it's funny with, with Medal of Honor. I mean, I gave it a really high score, and I still stick by it, because I still contend that the single player in Medal of Honor was probably the best single player uh, FPS this year. I really do feel that way. But the problem was, the multiplayer, while good and different enough from Battlefield, even though it was done by DICE, there wasn't enough there. And I think it was cool for a while, for at least a couple of weeks where we were playing it, and we were playing it Extra Life like crazy. But when you've only got five maps, it just gets old too quick. And they didn't really make a, a very good... They didn't really even try to, to expand on the multiplayer enough to make it compelling enough to stick with. And then Black Ops came out, well, shit, everybody goes over to that. I mean, there's still some things about Medal of Honor multiplayer I really like. But it, it's just really tough for me to uh, try and go back to that when I've got Battlefield Bad Company 2 Vietnam... And I've got Black Ops to play. So, and now Killzone 3 is going to be out in a couple of months. Well, <laughs> it's, it's over. Mm. So I, I, I still do stick by that score. I really do. And because I think the single player is so good. And I, I think the difference here is that Medal of Honor is kind of 70% single player and 30% multiplayer. Where you have like a Call of Duty where, although I think the Black Ops single player was good. And it was definitely, in my opinion, better than Modern Warfare 2 by far. I still say that you know the multiplayer with the Call of Duty games, at least the last three, it's been all about the multiplayer. You know, you get through the story in about four hours, and then you go to the multiplayer. So it's weighted very heavily that way. So maybe it was just that I was finally kind of refreshed that I had a good single player experience. And for me, I mean, I know that Josh, you really like the Bioshock games. But for me, I don't like yeah. the uh, all the powers shit. I just want to shoot stuff. So <laughs> it's I personal love the preference. Settings though, Ugh. I love the the settings in the Bioshock games. I completely agree with you. I've watched the Bioshock Infinite trailer. I don't know how many times, and I think that is going to be outstanding. And I'm very excited to play it. So but, cool. Yeah, I want to live in Rapture. You know. <laughs> Under the sea, yeah. It's no offense, but it seems like a shitty place to live. 
That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, <laughs> I wear a New Year's Eve mask all the time. Well, and- no, when it when it was at its height. See, that's what I really wanted to see in Bioshock Two. I wanted to have like the prequel where you're at the height of everybody living there, and it's it's at the height of its power, and it's freaking awesome to live there, and then everything goes to hell. That would have been cool. Yeah, it, with Bioshock, with me, I love watching somebody else play it, but I don't want to play it myself. <laughs> There's a few yeah, games like that I where I, that. I love yeah. the settings and I love what's going on, but I personally don't want to play it. it. It's I just don't like all the switching the powers around and all that crap. I just it does nothing for me. Mm, I don't know what it that's is. That's the stuff I love. Yeah, yeah this yeah. one I like Bioshock One a lot, but Bioshock Two became a little little bit too much tower defense incorporated with first person shooter. Yeah, in my in my opinion, so it threw me off a little bit. I like the story a lot. I just had a hard time with the gameplay elements that were added this yeah. last year. Yeah, that's a good point. See, I I got really into that. That that was my big thing. I was like, you know what? I can oh, I can do this, and then I can set this up here and move this over here and do this, and I'm getting all set. And I'd usually be like overpowered for what was coming at me. <laughs> I'd have so many things set up and so many traps all over the place. And I'd be like, okay, little sister, go. <laughs> and nothing could get near us. It was just, wow. I, I really got into that a lot. And I actually picked up Bioshock 1 and 2 for the PS3 uh, through Guzex. Um, because I did play some of 2 uh, during Extra Life. And I figured, you know what? Yeah, I could go back and play them again on the PS3. Since I've already done that you know, on the 360. You know what you should have played during Extra Life is Split Second. <laughs> yeah, fun <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Somebody told me I did. Well, Why my PlayStation I a, said I did. Why the hell do I have trophies for Split Second? Because you played it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very memorable. Yeah, That's the that best is. way to get trophies, man. You don't even know you did it. Oh, my God. All the stories we have from that day. Oh, anyway. Uh, all right, on to the next one. Uh, this one, wow, a lot of nominees. Uh, best action-adventure PS3 title. ton of nominees. Uh, of course, Bayonet is in there because Mark used to be on the show. Uh, Darksiders, Wrath of War, which is a heavily underrated title in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Gavor 3, <laughs> Just Cause 2. Gee, I wonder who nominated that one. 3D Dot Game <laughs> Heroes, awesome game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. That's right, with a little bit of 3D peppered in. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and of course, Yakuza 3, which I voted for. Uh, And number five, Just Cause 2. Are people just pandering to Josh? Really? (laughs) Come on. Obviously not, because it would have been number one. Yeah, they got to try a little harder, because they only got 5% of the vote. Yeah. That's right. It's a phenomenal game. <laughs> I recently it picked it up. It was Actually, on sale for 19 bucks, so I couldn't shit. go wrong with that. Watching you play it at Extra Life, I was pretty impressed. I mean, that whole cityscape and everything that you were doing, you stole the 747, and <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That was, it's so much fun. That was. That was awesome. Uh, coming in at number four, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is a pretty popular game. Number three, Heavy Rain which I really liked. I'm surprised I liked that game. Number two, which I thought was actually going to win this category, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, which phenomenal yeah. game. 
I still need mm-hmm. to get through that game, damn it. I gotta work on that one. And uh number one this hotly contested contest. <laughs> God of War three. God of War three. So uh yeah, we don't have anybody here for that one. But uh a little bit of music from it. You know what's funny? Because I got the review copy and I played through that. But I actually bought the hundred dollar box. So I gave I think I gave Mark. Anyway, I gave I think I gave Mark the review copy or somebody. I don't even know who he gave it to. So I bought the hundred dollar box and I was doing this last night and I was getting ready for it. And I'm trying to put all these songs together and I'm like, crap, I don't have any God of War three music. And then I realized in my hundred dollar thing you have a code to download a bunch of music. Yep. <laughs> and it and it like expires in three months. I'm like, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have been so pissed at myself. That was so. really close between those two, though, too, because God of War 3 got 30% of the vote, and Red Dead Redemption had 27%. Wow. You know, they're both great games. I mean, I've said time and time again, Red Dead Redemption, to me, is the best GTA title I've ever played. I, I think it's phenomenal. Uh, but God of War 3, I mean, you know, like I said before when we were in what we were playing, that is the first game I put in my brand new 3D TV, and it's not even in 3D. I, my mouth was wide open the entire time I was playing the game because I was just in awe by what the what the team did. Yeah, this was a fun category to watch because the lead kept switching. Yeah. And we go back from Red Dead Redemption to God of War 3, and, and the 30% to 27%, the votes behind that, you know, there's not a lot of difference, so... And personally, I had a hard time picking. They're, they're both such great games in this category. Yeah, I had a hard time picking anything in this category. There were so many good games in there. The, the The biggest reason I picked God of War 3 over Red Dead Redemption, I finished God of War 3, and I haven't finished Red Dead Redemption. And I guess subconsciously for me, in my head, that means that I liked it better. So that's why, I, that's actually how I made my decision. It's good logic. Yeah, I don't know why, because I really do like Red Dead Redemption. I think it's excellent. Yeah, and Heavy Rain. You know, if it just came out two months ago, I wonder if you know how it how it would fare compared that's, to its much earlier in the year release. That's a really good point. Yeah, you know, a lot of these game of the years, and I think it's inherent in in just the way this is set up and people's hype meters and everything else that goes on the social media. It it you know the games that are hot right now tend to fare better. So it's nice when you see a God of War, which came out many months ago. Indeed. Take number one. And Heavy Rain, I think, believe it or not, might even be a little underrated nowadays. I think when it came out, it was, it was hyped fairly well. But all these months later, to see it only get 13% of the vote, on my list, it was, it was up there. And it was yeah. hard to choose. Yeah, I mean, Heavy Rain was, was kind of one of those titles that either you loved or you hated it. It, 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 um, it did a lot of things right, and it did a lot of things that were very new. But at the same time, there were still things that they didn't do right. And, of course, the nitpicky people really picked that, those parts apart, in my opinion. And um, I actually didn't expect to like Heavy Rain at all. I, I honestly didn't. And I, I was just compelled by it completely. I, I was so into the story. I, I, I bought into it completely. And, and it, it was a really fun time to go through it. 
Yeah, how so. many times at MGC do we rock, walk across our friends or run into people and we'd say to each other, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think all karaoke night, you know, the whole night. Jason. Yeah. Every time. So. <laughs> oh, like you remember hey. karaoke night. Knock it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so we, we tried to get somebody to uh, send us an acceptance speech, but uh, we were really uh, like – I just came up with that Monday, so uh, we couldn't get anybody, unfortunately. So we'll just go on to the next one. Next on the list, kind of a fun category, we have the best new feature in the PS3. So the nominees were Netflix integration, the discless Netflix. Say that real fast ten times. (laughs) (laughs) Nicholas what? (laughs) Voodoo. Of course, the new movie service available on PS3. MLB app, the NHL app, which I think is called, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Josh, NHL Game Center. Yes. Indeed. The home updates, which includes all the changes and the enhancements, and of course, the community theater. (laughs) New new dance moves. (laughs) PlayStation Move came out this year. It's a new feature. PlayStation Plus, 3D, of course, and Hulu Plus. So those are all the the new features. I'm sure I probably missed something, but those are kind of the big hitters. Number five, Voodoo. Voodoo, Voodoo. (laughs) Obviously, people not only play games on their PS3s, they also watch movies. So Voodoo came in at number five. Especially when you can get a full HD movie for free uh, rental. That was really nice. You had to open up up the feature and, and have... A free movie? What a w- great way to show it off. Yeah, evil geniuses, I call them. <laughs> uh, number four, which is something Josh and Glenn are now enjoying, 3D. <laughs> We've Yay. gone into the third dimension! <laughs> 5% of the community said 3D was the best new feature, or fourth best new feature this year. Number three, with 24% of the vote, and here are the next three are the big hitters in this category, PlayStation Move at wow. number three. All right. Which is not too far behind. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, this one surprised me. Me too. As many votes as it got. Number two, yeah. PlayStation Plus, 27% of the vote. With all of the uh, talk that even we did, you know, about is this worth it? What am I getting out of this? You know, it's pretty shocking. And, and Sony's kind of followed through with it, though. And it's nice to see it here, you know, because you you may buy it to get the free games or, or I guess, whatever you want to call it, use it for a while. But the community is actually saying, not only do we buy it, but we like it. Yeah. And that's what, that's what surprised me the most. I think with some of these things, a lot of us just impulsively buy it and then kind of find out after the fact, eh, it's all right, you know, <laughs> but they bought it, they're still buying it, and they like it. So. Although, although I, I'm getting to the point where I get it. Spyro's free. I got it. It came free with Core, <laughs> then it came free with PlayStation Plus. Now it's free with PlayStation Plus again. We get it. <laughs> you want to give away Spyro. Apparently, that's showing us that a new Spyro is coming because they're just flooding us with Spyro. Yeah, the the community's, you know, good and all, but I, I think their choices here are a little suspect since uh, the NHL app hasn't been mentioned yet in the top five. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to number one yet, so. Yeah, right, hockey well, boy. I already see what number one is. <laughs> Nobody else can see. I ripped open the envelope and I looked. 
Well, let's oh, see what number man. one is. How about that? Number one, the Netflix integration, Yay. or as I call it, the Bedsore Award. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any music for Netflix. <laughs> didn't know what to do. Oh, no, I can do this. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really it's available fun. via instant stream now, too. Indeed. And uh, we actually got an email, didn't we, about this? Was it an email or a tweet or something? Somebody asking about where that music's from. Hmm. So if you have yes, Netflix. The, the original Police Academy. Indeed. Well, and Police Academy, too, I, actually. Uh, I think uh. they started using it. Well, Police Academy 2 was good. It's just after that it got a little wonky. How you doing? Mahomo. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go police academy that's what the song is from from the blue oyster bar hottest bar in town <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right now the next category with a nominee list that rivals my ps3 15th anniversary oh my god uh, article <laughs> in length <laughs> let me know if you need to wow. tap out all right, uh, the PS3 best PSN title nominees are <gasps> Mega Man 10, Sam and Max the Devil's Playhouse, Record of Our Agarest War, <laughs> Tales of Monkey Island, Joe Danger, Death Spank, Shank, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 1, Costume Quest. Horde, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, Dead Nation, Eat Them, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Tumble. Tumble, yo. <sighs> you all right? Need a minute? Because I can, I can waste time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read Tumble, and all I can think of is Culture Club and George... Boy George dancing around I singing I'll tumble for you. <laughs> Damn it. You said something. The number four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number five is with 7% of the vote, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Ah, cool. Yeah. I didn't really like that game. I, I enjoyed know. it. Yeah. I, I didn't initially have that in the list and, my email lit up. <laughs> like, where the hell is Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> okay, okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> Very popular Number game. Number four with 12% of the vote. Death Bank. The Death Bank. Oh, Jerry, here comes the Death Bank. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm missing the Death Bank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. Oh, only number three. Thirteen percent of the vote. Ooh, so close to Death Bank is Joe Danger. Ooh, I thought Joel would like crank that one up manually on it. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, let's put a hundred more votes on there. It was tempting. It was tempting. <laughs> wow, that's okay. Number two and number one. Uh, <laughs> all right, I could live with this because the two of them, both of them, are awesome. I agree. Number two with sixteen percent of the vote. Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Ooh. Awesome, awesome game. The Josh hype didn't work. 
It's all right. I can live with second place because <laughs> first place is freaking awesome. 30% of the vote. Dead nation. Sorry. I jumped the gun. <laughs> Damn you! Now, you will listen to this music because I had to record it off the PlayStation blog webpage because I can't get the soundtrack anywhere. So. <laughs> listen. Uh, listen. All right, I'll turn it off. Tremendous game. Indeed. Uh, and actually, uh, this is a pretty special one because we have not one, but two different people accepting the award. So uh, first up, Mr. Damian Pinnock. Hi, my name is Damian Pinnock. My title is Senior Producer. And I'm calling to uh, accept the award for uh, PS Nation Best PSN Game Winner for Dead Nation. Um, on behalf of the team uh, at Housemark, we'd like to say thank you so much for this award. It's uh, definitely very much appreciated. Uh, the team worked um, extremely hard uh, to be able to PSN exclusive uh, to the PS3, and we found that consumers um, have really enjoyed themselves playing the game, and it was something that was very enjoyable when we actually were developing the game. Um, the game had been in development uh, for a little over uh, 18 months, and uh, we are so proud to be able to have brought this to uh, PlayStation 3 again for this uh, fantastic award. Much appreciated. Nice. And uh, and then today we got another one from uh, from somebody at Housemark. This is uh, Petsku Putkonen. I think I got his name right. <laughs> Hi, this is Petsku, game designer for Dead Nation here at Housemark. We're happy to hear Dead Nation was voted PSN Game of the Year 2010. We want to thank everyone who bought the game and voted. It means a lot. Making the game was a lot of work, but it was all fun, and in the end, we got a great zombie shooter out of it. Be sure to stay tuned for some cool new content in the near future. Oh, Happy 2011, guys. Oh, new content. Awesome. Nice. Uh, you know what that means. We get one of those. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks to the, to those guys for sending that message in. I mean, obviously, I I know I love Dead Nation, so I think the U.S. is on yeah. their sixth cycle already. Oh wow! Yeah, it's just crazy. I think the next one up is I want to say Canada, like two or three. So USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to play some co-op on that, bitches. Yeah, Have do. you seen the people around here? I mean, we're the most prepared for the zombie apocalypse. We're practically I, already there. I agree. We got all our guns <laughs> hoarded in the basement. We've got, you know, all the food and booze. You got people that still like Brett Favre. I call those people communists. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we're getting out of the wire here, kids. Uh, the next one up is best overall PSP title. And nobody put any nominees in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bunch of games. It, it was a huge list. It was a huge list. I know that. But I will. I will get it for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are uh, Gravity Crash, Mod Nation Racers, Valkyria Chronicles Two. Persona 3 Portable, oh. Fat Princess, Fistful of Cake, <laughs> Ease, The Oath and Felgana, Game of the Year, God of War, Ghost of Sparta, 
Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, MLB 10 The Show, the PSP version, obviously, Fantasy Star Portable 2, Wow. ZHP Unlosing Ranger vs. Dark Death Evil Man, my personal favorite game title of the decade. <laughs> this is a whole year's worth. Claw Dune, this is an RPG. Ease 7, two Ease titles in the list. Mark would be very proud. And last but not least, What Did I Do to Deserve This, My Lord 2? Indeed. Those are the nominees. Hey, that was my first review. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, what Did I Do to Deserve This, My Lord 2? Well, Julie, might as well read the winners. Yeah, I'll take it from here. Uh, coming in with a tie, number five, two two games that exactly tie the votes: Mod oh. Nation Racers and Valkyria Chronicles Two, ah. with four four percent of the vote. Kind of surprised Valkyria Chronicles Two didn't get more votes. Indeed, for how much people talk about it. Yeah, it seems to be quite a favorite of a lot of our community. Number four, one of my personal favorites, and yours as well. Indeed. Gravity Crash Sweet. came in with 6% of the vote. Awesome game. Hell yeah, it fits so perfectly on the PSP, too. It's like it's made for it, even though they came out with it first on the PS3, obviously. Definitely. Number three, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Keep hearing it's 10% good. of the vote. Yeah. yeah. And here we have very, very closely contested race here for number one. Number two, with just 2% less vote than number one, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Wow. I've got to play this. I haven't played this yet. I've played some of it, but I haven't played enough, and I feel bad about it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. After seeing this, this is definitely on the the backlog now. And number one... Taking 32% of the vote, God of War, Ghost of Sparta. Yes! Now, this isn't from Ghost of Sparta, but it's from God of War, like, 2, and it's a Sparta wow, song. I don't, know, I don't have the soundtrack for Ghost of Sparta. I do. I'll turn it off. I feel bad. You should have asked me. You didn't tell me, Dick. You buy the game, and that was one of the, <laughs> one of the little bonuses. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't buy it because I have the review copy. No, that's because I sent it back to you, you jerk. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm so far behind on games anyway, it wasn't even worth buying. Uh, but I am playing it. Uh, so, actually, to accept the award from Ready at Dawn, here is the game director for God of War Goes to Sparta, Dana Jen. It's really an honor to receive the award for Best PSD Game of 2010. On behalf of myself and everyone at Ready Dawn Studios, I just wanted to uh, say a thank you to PlayStation Nation for their consideration. Uh, I also want to say thank you to the voters, you know, who chose Ghost of Sparta as their favorite PSP game. Uh, we appreciate your support as well as your enthusiasm for the game. To the fans of the God of War series around the world, and to everyone who's ever been supportive of our efforts to create the best games possible, we thank you. I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank the talented team at Ready Dawn for their commitment and determination throughout the project. No one makes a great game alone, and it was a pleasure to have worked with this group of developers on such a remarkable PSP title. It means a lot to receive the best PSP game of 2010. What started out as another chapter in the journey of Kratos for us became one of the most significant milestones as a studio. And we're looking forward to the future and intend to carry the success of Ghost of Sparta with us as we move forward. Thank you very much. Wow. He actually didn't have that written down either because he tried to leave that message earlier and he screwed it all up. So, because I, I was like, I was like, did he write this down? And then I heard the previous message. I'm like, oh no, he didn't. 
So that's pretty impressive. Thanks very much for for uh, sending the message over, Dana. That was that was very nice yeah. of you. That's an awesome game. Ready at Dawn, just they rock on the PSP. They are amazing with what they do. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do on PS3 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ghost of Sparta. I, I have been playing it, and wow, it's. I, I to this day I cannot believe they got that out of a PSP. Yeah, it's spectacular. Yeah, I, I it, it blows my mind. All right, well the uh, one that we're all waiting for, uh, the best overall PS3 title of 2010, and the uh, nominees are there's a ton of them. MLB 10, the show, Fat Princess. Wait, it wouldn't be Fistful of Cake. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> you don't need to delete anything. Uh, Fat Princess, what did I do? No, 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 no. That's the, no, that's the, no. that's the PSP that's list. That's where the PSP Glenn. stuff went. <laughs> that's hilarious. I was wondering about a couple of these. Like, wait a second. Oh. All right, sorry. I will. I don't want to spoil your, your your spiel here, but let me just quickly read the nominees. All right. All right. <laughs> sorry. All right. In, in honor of Mark, Bayonetta. Ah. Just Cause 2 for some dude. Yes. Yakuza 3. Mag. 3D.Game Heroes. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. The Sly Collection. Battlefield Bad Company 2. Vanquish. Heavy Rain. MLB 10 The Show. Gran Turismo 5. Dead Nation. Red Dead Redemption. Joe Danger. Rock Band 3, God of War 3, Call of Duty BO, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, Sports Champions, and NHL 11. Quite a list. Wow. I wanted to get as much out there, though, so people people could, you know, pick their favorite. And And no FIFA 11. Suck it, Europe. Yeah, take that, Europe. (laughs) (laughs) With, With one vote. Warhawk. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I bet you anything that was Francois. I guarantee that was I think was it him. was. Probably. Hey, he's, buddy. He thinks he's so <laughs> clever. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, coming at number five, I'm kind of surprised by this with our community, but uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. I thought that'd be higher. Uh, awesome game. Awesome game. Uh, number four, Heavy Rain. Number three, Gran Turismo 5. Number two, Red Dead Redemption. And number one, God of War 3. Wow. I agree. That's actually the one I picked, I think. So, yeah, yeah. For 2010, how tough is it? Look at all the titles we had nominated. But, uh, I just really, really wish we had somebody here to make something Yeah, wait a second. What? I think we just got a last-minute uh, submission. We did? Yeah, we got somebody able to accept the award for this game. Oh. Kind of a surprise. Nice. Oh, yeah. You may have heard of this guy. I... Stig Asmussen, game director of God of War 3. All right. Nice. Well, let's cut over to that right now. It's a tremendous uh, to, to you know have the fans so excited about our game. I think that's the biggest thing is that you know when the people that are playing the game, the the kids out the, the kids out there, the the grown ups out there that are playing our game, they're enjoying it and everything, and that means so much to us. 
the, the, the people, the end person that's buying it. We do it for the fans just as much as we do it for, you know, the passion that we have on this team. So uh, it's a tremendous honor. And, you know, from the whole team at Santa Monica Studios, we, we thank you guys. And uh, we're going we're gonna to keep on, you know, trying to make great games that people love to play because uh, that's what we do here. We, we really care about uh, every last detail in the game, and, and we just want to put smile, a smile on people's faces. Well, I personally can't wait to see what you're going to do with the My Little Pony franchise, honestly. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think those textures are just going to be just outstanding. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people like have an idea of what My Little Pony looks like in their head, and 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 what, it, it, it's a lot different when you rip its guts out. <laughs> Wait until you see what Santa Monica Studios does with My Little Pony. That's all I'm saying. The level of detail is just amazing. <laughs> You've never seen a deeper rainbow in your life. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, we didn't get to talk to you when the game came out because you like the whole team went on sabbatical after it went gold. And, uh, you know, we ran into you at E3, and we talked a little bit about it. And, uh, you know, we, we wanted to get you on here to talk about this for so long. And, and I, I guess, what's like, what's it like after all that time to finally release this game? And then just, I mean, were you still scared that people weren't going to like it? Or were you confident enough in it that, hey, they're going get, to just get blown away? Yeah, honestly, with you, when we were making the game, it was really, it was tough to kind of, like, pull my head out from the weeds and, and above the weeds and, and understand whether people really liked it or not. We had a lot of people coming in and playtesting it. At this point, it's tough to do a playtest because um, the franchise has been around for a while and it's pretty well recognized. So the people that are coming in and playtesting the game, we don't know whether they're giving honest feedback or not. So, and, and, it, and the game wasn't fun. It wasn't fun for a really long time. I mean, it wasn't until a few weeks before we, we, we uh, released our final disc for pretty much gold that I had, a, I was playing the game and I had a smile on my face and I, and I realized at that point, it's like, man, this is a really good game. Nice. So it's, it's, it's nice. It, it, we, we had a couple people in the studio reviewers come in, they were giving us really positive feedback and, and, and as, um, most, some of the more earlier reviews came in, it was all, it was seeming pretty good. But the, I, I think the biggest thing is when the game came out and I got to go on the forums and see what the people the fans thought about the game. That was the biggest thing, and 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 that's when I had known we we had uh, at least at a minimum uh, done the series justice, which is a, which is saying a lot because we hold our standard really high. Definitely. Have you uh, gotten a chance to get all the way through Ghost of Sparta yet? I played through it multiple times. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, during the development, I, I played a pre-alpha version. I played an alpha version. I played a beta version post-beta, give them feedback as much as I could on, on what the progress was. But, you know, those guys are at rad. Those guys are pros. They they know God of War like we know God of War here. And, I mean, that, that was just really easy working with those guys. And, and I'm really proud of that game. Well, you know they won PSP Game of the Year, too. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's uh, hats off to those guys and to everybody um, – at Rad and, and and the people that from this studio as well that worked on that to make it a great game. So what's one of the funnier stories about like the development of this game? I mean, were there any just did anybody go just completely insane from having to stay up so many hours, or is there anything that really stands out from when you were making it? 
I, I can't really think of anything. I mean, I know what, for me, I, I couldn't eat the food that we had catered in here. You know, like after the third God of War, we, we, we have these like crazy crunch times at the end of the project. And, and, um, we always get this catered food and, and the, the, the production's always trying to get us better catered food. But it's like one of those things where like, as soon as I take a bite of it, I got to go sit on the toilet with any of this food. <laughs> and I got to the point, like on this game, I didn't even eat. So, I mean, I, by the time the game shipped, I'd probably lost about 20 pounds and it took a while to gain that back. <laughs> But we, I mean, we always do the death march at the end of the game, and God of War 3 was no different, and I'm going to be really proud of this studio when we ship a good game, and we also don't have to kill ourselves at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, those California fish tacos do it every time. Oh, God, I, I wish that's what we were eating. <laughs> like, I mean, we catered food that, like, actually serves leftovers. What? You know? Yeah, I mean, this is the third day that we're having chicken with... Uh, Asparagus and and uh, pretty bad. Ugh. This sounds bad from here. <laughs> obviously, a bunch of months since release of this game. As you look back at it, what are you most proud of? God of War three. There's so many things. I think that one thing that everybody seems to like get right off the bat is just kind of production level and the spectacle of the game and the graphics and 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 we're getting a lot of like now at the, the end of the year now we're getting a lot of accolades for the graphics in the game and obviously really really proud of that um, but most of all I would say that the fact that we just kind of took what was good about one and two and what we learned in our experience and everything we just made it really tight in three I think Three is kind of the tightest, like in terms of like the way the combat plays out and and the the, the fluidity of the level design and, and kind of the way the story unfolds. It's it's the tightest version of all three of them. I mean, they're they're all really really good games, and especially for their time periods. I mean, the, I, I the, the argument like I would say God of War one is is obviously the best one, but and especially for the time that it came out. But we kind of, I think we kind of mastered our craft at making these games in three, and like it's just smoother and more polished than than the other ones were because we got really good at doing the the things that we learned in the past, and it allowed us to learn to do new things. So I just think overall the game's just really tight, and I think the pacing is is fantastic in it. Well, I'm also glad that it wasn't a launch title because it, it's nice that you guys had some time for you know all the technology to kind of cook. And what we got out of this product was just something that literally blew my mind every five minutes I was playing it. Like, there was a new visual effect that I was seeing, or, you know, some of the lighting, especially when you're in that room full of all the cubes and everything, and, and just some of the lighting that you were seeing there. And um, the texture work in this game, you know, when, when you hear all the naysayers talk about the limited amount of memory on the system, and, and then you see that the textures just pop out of the screen. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I can't really comment on the naysayers saying the limited amount of memory. I think the PlayStation 3 is unbelievable. I mean, like, I, 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 I don't think that we, like, kind of tapped into its full power. And you look at games like Uncharted 2 and, and God of War 3, and it's just kind of, like, I think they're heads and tails above stuff that you find other places. Um, but, yeah, I kind of lost, what was the fir- your first point? Well, sorry. It, just just the fact that, I, I was really happy that this wasn't a launch title. I know a lot of people wanted yeah, to see it yeah. right away. 
Well, I guess the thing with the, the, the thing that we we're kind of contemplating at one point was God of War Two would be a launch title for the PlayStation Three, and, and personally, I think whatever the game is, it's tough to be a launch title. I mean, it's 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 not something I. I, I don't envy the games that have to be launch titles because <laughs> you, uh, on one hand, it's kind of neat to be, I mean, it, we're making the game of God of War 2 on the PlayStation 2. It's like, oh, we already kind of know how to do this and there's not so much more that we can do with it. And it's, I wish I was working on this new, you know, this shiny new system with all these new bells and whistles. But <laughs> on the other hand, you kind of, when you're, when you're a launch game, you, 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 you have to trip and, and so everybody else can see where you tripped and, and, and basically not make the same mistakes. And that's what was kind of good about the time that we came out. The one thing I was concerned about, though, is God of War 3 came so late into the development cycle, we were already seeing teams on their second games. Right. And we were being, I think that in terms of like technology and everything, everybody's going to assume that God of War is going to be like tops in technology. And that's something that had me pretty stressed out. It's like, you know, Uncharted 2 looks pretty fantastic. And, you know, every other game is coming out with their second version right now on this system. And this is our first time out. And we got to look better than them. So, I mean, I think it's debatable. The Uncharted 2 got a War 3 thing is debatable. But I think other than that, though, I think we did it. And that was quite an accomplishment. Well, it's the first game I put in my new TV that I got last week. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always want like <laughs> you always want to have that kind of show showcase game. So when people come over and they they don't understand video games, you can just kind of blow them away. Exactly. So on the flip side of Joel's question, actually, was there anything there that uh, got left out or that you wanted to do differently that didn't quite get into the game? Yeah, uh, we had a whole different ending that was a lot bigger and more epic. We had a three-way fight between Kratos, Guy, and Zeus, Whoa. and really, really tough cut. I mean, it was just it was on par with the Gaia opening and the Kronos battle. In fact, it might have been better than those. And we actually got pretty far with it. It was completely playable, and uh, we had to. It was one of those deals where, like, all three of those those defining moments of the game were. Uh, at a really rough state, and the only way it was a tough decision, but we could only get two out of the three done, and I picked the two that were at the beginning, or the the Kronos one, and, the, and the, obviously we had to do the beginning of the game. Yeah. But I, I felt the Kronos one was a good candidate because he was so different from the other ones, and uh, and that was kind of a pivotal story moment right there too. <laughs> so uh, that was one of the big cuts. We had some, we had some. Uh, Sections of the game that that uh, were removed after Corey quit uh, because uh, they didn't fit. Like I, I kind of rearranged the story quite a bit, and they didn't really fit into the story. So we we cut a couple places there, and then we added a couple places um, towards the end of development. We cut a whole section in Tartarus with this character named Ixion that was like it was a puzzle where he was spinning on this water wheel and drowning and um, that was the, and they also that section featured some wall run mechanics that were pretty cool uh, but overall like I think we did a rather than like wholesale removing sections of the game anytime you make a game you're going to have to like make cuts what I wanted to do is is 
shave parts off of current section, uh, off of every, like shave 20% off of each section rather than taking 20% wholesale out of the game. Huh. Because I felt like then we would still be able to maintain the story and have a better variety of locations. Yeah, Sound logic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you talked about that alternate ending, and I said there's really nothing holding you guys back from doing, like, you know, a director's cut of God of War 3 and adding, the, adding that back. Uh, there's a lot of stuff holding us back from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, 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 uh, I, I'd love to do that, but th- there's other other games to be made, um, and uh, so we're not working on God of War three right now, obviously. Um, but <laughs> My Little Pony still, ain't gonna make itself. <laughs> right. I mean, we gotta we gotta start cracking the whip and and uh, signing those contracts with Hasbro. Uh, that's either but, that or God of War 4 live free or die God what? <laughs> so I, the, the, the alternate ending I thought would be a cool thing for us like if we had some downtime or something like that but we don't have downtime around here so um, it, it never came to fruition yeah, that sounds cool though that, that sounds like it was really good but eh, the ending that we had was also really cool too I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game throughout uh, throughout the entire process i mean there really wasn't anything well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it i honestly i'm kind of surprised i played it the way i did because i like god of war one and two but i didn't just sit down and play them all the way through <laughs> well, one of you guys got a question yeah i have a weird question okay sure. uh, uh, kratos's personality if you had him over for dinner what would you learn about him that you'd never learn in a game <laughs> over for dinner <laughs> phrasing it a different way he's pretty primal i think personality yeah. wise what what did you try to express about his personality in the game that maybe we didn't know about him prior okay i well i want to answer the first part of the question <laughs> <laughs> he came over for dinner that's a pretty funny question i would I think what you probably learn is that um, he's a he's. If you get a few drinks in him, he's got a softer side, um, <laughs> and uh, as far as the uh, what, did, what the range and tr- how we try to what was the second part of the second question? What did what, we learn about? What did you try to emote from the character that isn't really apparent when you're just watching him slash people up? Oh man, I think that so many people play the game and they only notice that like he's just kind of killing people. And I think that there's there are especially in 3, I think that we 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 he wasn't yelling the whole game. Right. And that's and I noticed uh God of War 2, I I mean I had I had a, one issue with the game is the the fact that I felt like my ears were bleeding cuz Kratos was just yelling all the time. And we tried to, you know, have him bring it down a notch a little bit. He had a little bit more of a sense of humor in three. Um, and, uh, and he does a lot more talking in three than he does in the other ones. He has some pretty lengthy conversations with some of the gods and, and we wanted to make sure that the, it, it was clear to the player that, you know, he spent some time in Olympus and he had a relationship with these people. And I think the biggest thing obviously is that, you know, the, the, his experience with Pandora and it kind of like, it brought out, you know, the, the guilt that he had as as, as a father, um, and 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 how he um, 
you know, basically screwed up royally as a father, and you can't screw up any worse than that, and that Pandora maybe offered somewhat of a second chance. At the end of the day, you can't, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and, and, and he was blinded by his anger once again, and, and she, she suffered because of that, but it was kind of all meant to be, and, and, and uh, Kratos learns that about himself, and that's why he's able to kind of uh, realize that he's got this good this goodness inside of him, and that's what I thought the most important thing about the game was is that this twist that this guy that you just thought you know basically if there was one power that you would assume that he took from the box and used against Ares, you'd assume it was rage, and that it was actually the thing that that was the, the last thing that remained in the box according to mythology as well is that it was hope. And that that that's the most powerful thing. So it was, it was kind of turning it upside down on its head, what I think people expected. And a lot of people, you know, I knew it was going to be kind of a polarizing, uh, people were either going to love it, like really, really like it, or they're going to really, really hate it. And I know I recognize a lot of people don't like, oh, Kratos has got hope, and this and that and that and this. And, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I thought it, it, it was kind of a neat way to tie up the whole ending, because I know when I played God of War 1 for the first time, and I was worked on the game, and I really... The first time I really got to see the story put together, I wondered what what it was that he actually got from the box. What made him so powerful? There was always a mystery there, and I thought it would be kind of cool to to make that the the uh, kind of point of the whole story and and, and get this to wrap up full circle. Wow, it's it's funny to hear people describe this game as nothing but you know just tearing limbs apart and everything else, and then we get to hear from you all of this deep story stuff behind it. And uh, I think it's it's going to be kind of surprising to some people. I hope so. I mean, it's not. There, there's a lot of work that goes into it. The, stri- the script for God of War Three was 180 pages long. That's a that's a really that's a big game script, and we put a lot of work into it. It's not. We weren't just kind of like hacking through it. We were. I mean, and the other thing is, is we have to. We've got the game. We've got the comic book. We've got, um, you know, the trilogy, the comic book, we've got the PSP stuff, and we have to make sure that there's the, that all these, these different parts of the narrative all work together. And, and, and we try to, like, you know, in God of War 3, we made several kind of comments about the PSP game that we knew that was going to be coming out, and, and we, the PSP game, you know, recognized that within the story. And, and we have to make sure all these pieces kind of fit together, and it's, it's, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty complex process, but it's fun because uh, we get to continually kind of evolve the story. I think the thing that's tough is that there's a kind of this expectation that, or this, or this perception, which is true, that Kratos is kind of like this angry one-note guy, and um, it's for us to. I, I don't. I don't really know what we're supposed to do with him to change that because if we were to change Kratos and make him more um, sympathetic or emotional or, or something along those lines, then people would say, well, that's just, you know, that doesn't fit his character. It wouldn't make any sense. Right. Um, but when we keep him consistent, people are like, you know, this guy's just, you know, I've had enough of this angry guy. And I can understand that. But at the same time, I'm not, I don't think it's a good idea just to kind of, you know, wholesale um, change you know the, the the character that we've established over all these years. <laughs> put put a little flower over his ear, and he's a kinder, gentler Kratos. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all I can see is the robot chicken treatment of God of War. 
Just from Joel's dinner party suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joel, you and your dinner parties. (laughs) No, I kind of had an inkling. Honestly, I I felt a lot more connected to Kratos in this game than I had before. And I wasn't sure why. So I figured that there was something either in in his facial reactions or obviously in the dialogue. But I think he did a really good job uh, connecting us to the character this time around. Good, good. That's definitely what we were shooting for. It's I, I think if, you, if you're if you're into the game and you're paying attention and everything, you can get a lot out of it. Um, a lot more of like kind of the subtle subtleties that nature uh, that subtleties that uh, are coming through in, in Kratos' personality this time around. Yeah. Well, sir, uh, we've taken a ton of your time, and we really, really appreciate it. And uh, we really appreciate the great game that you and your team have, have brought to us. And uh, please send our congrats to the whole team. And uh, absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully someday we'll have enough money to be able to actually make a trophy. <laughs> well, well, thanks so much for the support, and uh, you know, we like hearing hearing from guys like you and, and from the fans and everything. It's just, it's music to our ears. It makes it every everything work worth it. Awesome. Well, uh, just keep us in mind when you guys finally announce My Little Pony on the PS3 exclusive. I thought we already did that today. <laughs> Double dual layer Blu-ray. That much content going into it. Uh, 3D support, of Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just that wait for CES support. to finish. we got to wait for the smell vision and then you can announce it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much, and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing something from, some, from you folks very, very soon. And uh, everybody get out there, and if you haven't played God of War 3, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> thanks, guys. Wow unexpected as all hell uh thanks so much to stig for stopping by uh he had a really limited amount of time to talk to us uh and we can't appreciate it more so thanks much for stig for coming over and we cannot wait to see my little pony in hd i think it's gonna be amazing (laughs) with 3d and move support i'm thinking 4d really i'm I'm sure they announced some 4d tv at ces while we're doing this so yeah it's, it's gonna be hot Pop it like it's hot. All right. Uh, next one. Who's got this? Joel? Poor Joel's been reading everything because uh, the nominees have been all over the place. <laughs> I, think, I think Josh has got this one. All right. Okay. We'll let Josh do it. I'll take this one. This was... Uh, now we're into the PS Nation staff choice for best PSP overall. And the nominees were... Anything released in 2010 (laughs) for the PSP. So Monopoly Minis, here we come at number one. All right. Um, (laughs) We have uh, honorable mentions we're going to start with. uh, And those are Valkyria Chronicles 2 and Persona Persona 3 Portable. Uh, Justin actually voted for that one. That was his game of the year. His game of the year. Wow. Yeah. Double nerd. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Number five, Fantasy Star Portable 2, which was oh. Ray's choice. Uh, number four, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, which received votes from, I think, almost all of us. Probably. Uh, number three, Gravity Crash, which Sweet. definitely received votes from all of us. Hell yeah. Uh, number two... Gee, guess who voted for this one? He's the Oath and Felgana from This should have been everyone Mark. voting for it, damn it. 
game. <laughs> yeah, yes. we're not nerds. Uh, Glenn and Mark's game of the year for PSP. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough choice, actually. I almost essentially flipped the coin in my head. Of course, we had three staff choosing number one. Yes, Josh, Joel, and Bill all banding together for God of War Ghost of Sparta as the number one game on the Uh. PSP. See, we fall right in line with our brilliant community. See how I got them back there? (laughs) (laughs) This is a tough choice for me personally. I don't know if you guys want to talk about yours as well, but Gravity Crash... Seriously, I consider yeah. for my PSP game of the year, because even though Ghost of War, Ghost of Sparta is a phenomenal game, shows off the tech, shows off the PSP. When a, when someone comes over and has never played a PSP before, I mean, Ghost of Sparta is one of those games that you just show off because it, it's the graphics are great. It's at such a late stage in development now that the de- developers are able to get so much out of the PSP, frankly, much more than I ever thought possible. But Gravity Crash just fits the platform so perfectly. I agree. It's got that old old school charm, great controls. So for me, I had a really tough time choosing, but I ended up choosing God of War Ghost of Sparta just barely over Gravity Crash for my PSP game of the year. Nice. Yeah, I was in the exact same place. They they ended up one and two for me as well because um, they're both for the system. They're both the perfect game for the system you know the fact that they could jam all of that god of war into that little tiny space and make it look so phenomenal and all the just 10 plus hours of gameplay in there it's amazing yeah Yeah. and gravity crash you know that seems custom built for the psp it really is one of those games that you could just pick up and play for a little while or for hours. It's great for on-the-go gaming. And it's Agreed. such a cool throwback type of game. Yeah. So, yeah, I had, I had a tough time between those myself. Yeah, I, I that was my top three, I think, as well. Um, you know, Gravity Crash, like you guys said, it just works. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've even said it to Stuart. I think it works better on the PSP than it does on the PS3. It, and it works great on the PS3, which is kind of funny. Um, Othan Falgana, though... It, you know, it's I, it's my favorite East game now. I, I really do think you know it's it's between that one and the seminal favorite, which is East Book One and Two on the P, on the Turbo Graphics. But um, Oven Falgana is just next to perfect. I, it controls great. It's a fun story. It's a great soundtrack. It plays so well. It looks so good. It's just it's a great game. Uh, God of War goes to Sparta. It's awesome too. I, I, you know, I said it before. I can't believe they've gotten this out of a PSP. So uh, much deserved by Ready at Dawn. I, I honestly believe that. Yeah, you know what came down to, and this is just a weird way of saying it, and hopefully shed some light into how tough this choice was between the two: Gravity Trash and God of War Ghost of Sparta. It, I almost had to give it to God of War Ghost of Sparta. It's just I. I could not not give it to God of War goes to Sparta. Yeah. And that, that's how I, that's how I sort of chose the winner in this one. But man, it was, it was tight. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Joel, you got this one? Yeah. All now right. our PS nation staff choice for PS three overall best game in 2010 nominees, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to nominate Anything Killzone released. 2, but you wouldn't let me. 
bastards. <laughs> you and that fighting game from 2009, too, uh, the PSN one. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 2010. I honestly did, because we only had two in the <laughs> fighting game category, and I had to look it up, and it was like December of 2009. Yeah, it was pretty late in the year. It was pretty yeah. close. Uh, but basically anything that came out in 2010 includes disc and PSN. Indeed. We have some honorable mentions. Of course, Joe Danger. That didn't is, make the top five? Not, it did not make the top five, and even though I picked it for my game of the year for PS3. Wow. It's so got an honorable mention. I, I think Mark might have gave it a vote as well. I thought I did not, too, it didn't didn't I? Re- I'm not sure. It I didn't receive I... enough from, uh, from the staff here to, uh, make, to crack the top five, but mm. gave it an honorable mention because it's my personal choice for game of the year. <laughs> Just like uh, an honorable mention in Josh's choice Jeez, for PS3 right. game of the year. Josh? Yeah, that's Just Cause 2. And, you know, <laughs> we jo- I joked about it all year, haha, game of the year. But when I came down to it and I sat down, I really thought about all the games that came out. And I really, really thought about, you know, what could be the game of the year. This is the one I really had the toughest time with. I spent a lot of time agonizing over this. But I actually did end up putting that at number one because I thought of just how much time, I mean, 60 hours and counting. And I I feel like I barely scratched the surface in that game. There is so much to do. It never gets old. There's so much to it's do just, from. I know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how it feels. It's just so much fun. It's just utter joy to run through there and just cause chaos. And that's what that game's all about, you know? And when I looked at everything else, every single one of the games that's available and every one that made the top five, they're all phenomenal games. Well, with the exception of one of them, but, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see when we get there. Um, but it it was really tough to decide. But this this was a game that is just so easy to just come back to. You can pick it up and play it like the like the PSP games there. You can pick it up and play it for a couple minutes and just have a blast. Or you can sit there for two, three hours at a clip and just do all kinds of shit. Yeah. That's why I had to put it up there. It's, it's a crazy game. Yeah. You, you helped me make my decision. Cause I was leaning towards Joe danger. I just, I felt like for a few minutes I was a, a writer you know, for a, like a major website and mm-hmm. like, this is, this is a paying senses. gig. Yeah. <laughs> came to my senses, <laughs> but you know, I, I found myself too busy trying to choose the game of the winner that I think everybody would expect me to choose, or that would make the most sense in the context yeah. of most other media outlets and how they handle game of the year. But when it came down to it, what game did I have the most fun with and what game did I play the most? You know, and like you, I went with my favorite Joe danger. So I'm glad you chose just cause too. Yeah. You got mental with Joe danger this year. <laughs> <I> did, <laughs> but it's nice to see us choose with our hearts and, and choose what we had fun with rather than what you would expect us to choose or what we feel obligated to choose so i, I like that with with your choice Indeed. especially another honorable mention and justin's choice for game of the year the sly collection wow yeah he he loves it and I, i've just recently got into the, the sly collection and josh talked about it earlier in 3d even though it's a PS2 game and, and a couple PS2 games from the past, it's still great on the yeah. PS3. And for yeah. Justin, he didn't play a lot of PS3 games this year, or at least not enough to uh, pick anything else. Well, he played a lot, but Sly Collection for him, like with uh, Josh and myself, he, he it's his, it was his best game he played. It was his favorite this year, so 
he went with his heart, and that, that was his choice. Mm. Now to the, the top five PS Nation staff choices for overall best PS3 game. Number five, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. No, that's not going to get a great game. Yeah. I think everybody had a had a say in this one. I think everybody, it, it made everybody's lower level list, basically. Right. Heavy Rain. Nobody picked it from our staff to be game of the year, but everybody seemed to pick it as one of the best games of this year. Number four, which was Bill's game of the year for PS3, Red Dead Redemption. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's just dr- barely dropped off my list because that's another phenomenal game. All the, oh, this was such a tough one to choose. Yeah, definitely. It was. Except for number three. Yeah. Number three... Here's now, the crap. B- b- How the hell before did that make we the number three, seriously, <laughs> because it because it received multiple votes. Mark is not the only one on our staff yeah. to believe that Bayonetta is a very good title for 2010. Yeah, but Mark bitched right. about the PS3 version because the 360 version was so much better. His Wait explanation, and I questioned him on this. His explanation was that the the patch and the and the updates that have been applied to the to Bayonetta for PS3, he believes make it as solid as as the 360 oh, version. Now we're close to it. I will pull up audio files of him saying, it's almost as good. It's, oh. (laughs) Well, it's more than Mark. Number three is Bayonetta. All right, wait a second. So who do we have to thin out here on the staff? (laughs) (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Number two, and I'm I'm happy to see this one get as high, make as high as it did. Yeah. Very underrated and Ray's game of the year, 3D Dot Game Heroes, which is number yeah, two. For that PS was Nation. really high on my list too. It is such a good game. It's cool. I'm not. I've never played Zelda games. I'm not a Zelda guy, but that's a fun, charming little game. I agree. And Glenn's game of the year, and also all of our game of the year, at least as far as votes. And I think each of us put this in at least our top three. Yeah, it was my second. So, Glenn, you want to take this one since it's your game of the year? Well, obviously, God of War 3. Actually, not obviously, but God of War 3 I picked. Um, I think I had Battlefield Bad Company 2 in there, like number two or number three. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I picked, but God of War 3, you know, it's it's funny because I played Battlefield Bad Company 2 so much that I really was considering that one because, like you guys said, it was one that I spent so much time on. And, but the other, at the other end of the spectrum, I played so much Killzone 2 this year still, so, but I couldn't nominate that, fuckers. Uh, so, <laughs> but God of War 3, it was just, it was that game that, it just broke through. Number one, it, it, it compelled me to stick with it and play all the way through it, and I mean, I played it in like three settings, uh, or beat it in three settings. It, it, it's one of those that I, I couldn't stop saying, oh my god, look at this, and oh my god, look at that. And I, it was so tough to find any flaws in the game. It was so well created and so well developed in terms of you know story and visuals and audio and gameplay and just the whole nine. I, I, I couldn't think of a better game that came out this year, and that's kind of what it boiled down to. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Did you guys want to go over your your top threes for uh, PS3 games? I don't remember no? it anymore. <laughs> you know yours what? We can there. we can have that in the article. How about that? 
I thought you posted that. <laughs> that was Josh. <laughs> okay. Oh, was it? Oh, all right. Never mind. No. That damn teleprompter. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just put your three up there. Glenn's not even looking at the list. Where? Oh no, mine's all messed up. <laughs> I can't get it. Well I think yeah. we covered it. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have a, yeah. an article up on our website. It's gonna flush out this oh, in, in greater detail. So please, you know, not only listen to the show but go check out PSNation.org. You'll see a lot more detail behind these games, the choices, what we all picked. And uh, just to see it rehashed again. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, like we said earlier, this was really about the community, and, and that's why we wanted to open up the vote to everybody. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure somebody's not going to like some of these choices, but at the same time, can't blame us. We didn't make the choices. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> and, and can I just say, uh, while I take off my monkey suit here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're disrobing bounce, already? Bounce. Yeah. Um I just want to say <laughs> thank you to Joel for the yes. ton of work you put into this, uh, getting all the information together, keeping the list, getting all our votes in, getting the, all the votes set up on the website and everything, and just keeping track of all of that stuff. It was a ton of work. And Glenn for going insane over the weekend and calling <laughs> and emailing every PR uh, person and bothering the hell out of them yeah, and getting all those, uh, all those acceptance speeches in. I gotta, was, I gotta probably buy, bribe some people now. That's freaking awesome. And me for, uh, just showing up and, uh, you <laughs> know, calling it in like usual, <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I appreciated it. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was uh this turned out really well and and I mean what I did is really not that big compared to what Joel did and honestly Joel I I, I agree with Josh 100%. I mean, you put a lot of work into this and thanks so much cuz I don't think I could have done it as well. So Well, thanks guys. Awesome I'm glad job. you noticed. <laughs> that was, that was what, oh, trust was, me, we noticed. So. Uh, and thank you, most importantly, of course, and I, I know Josh didn't forget, he just didn't get there before we interrupted him, <laughs> the community, everybody yeah. for voting, yes. all of you, you know, it, it, thank you so much, we really appreciate all of you and all of your votes, and it's nice to nice to get the feedback, and nice to include your choices as our games of the year, so Definitely. can't wait to see what, what next year's going to bring, we got a great 2011 lined up, and I bet you it's going to be even harder next year to pick these winners. Or this year. So st- Stick, stick, yeah, crap, this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right, since we're gushing about everything else, one last thank you, and that is to the people I was calling, Um, you know, Alex and and Eric and Claudine and Ramon and, and, um, you know, Daniel for calling in and Jeremy and and, uh, uh, Damien and and, uh, uh, Patari and and Dana and, uh, like, who who else did I miss? But all these people that... Stig, especially Stig, my God, dude, that was just off the hook. It was awesome. Uh, I could talk to that guy for hours. I, I just love talking to him. Uh, but thanks to everybody. I mean, in, and even as a year in review, thanks so much to Stuart and everybody else that's come on this show. You know, uh, Matt from EA, and I, I'm not even. I'm going to forget everybody. But um, just an awesome year. I mean, we, we've met so many cool people at E3, and I met so many cool people at, at PAX, and I mean. Again, thanks to the community so much for Extra Life and how well everything went. And, you know, to Nine Volt and Cracker Jack for helping us out and Mark and Jesse for for still being there for us. And, geez, I mean, it's been a crazy year. So, and 
yeah, like Joel said, I think 2011 is going to be insane. So <laughs> we got mm-hmm. some weird shit coming up. <laughs> so, uh, and well, let's just get into this really quick because we're going to be pretty long here. But this is one of our more epic shows. <clears throat> we didn't think it's going to be short, though. Uh, so this show obviously is coming out on the 6th. Next week, like I said, I'm going to be in San Diego uh, for this MLB 11 thing. Uh, so we, we actually get to sit with the devs for literally three days. Like, from what I heard, until you pass out. So you're sitting there playing MLB 11, uh, even talking to the devs one-on-one about stuff and, you know, kind of interacting with them completely. Uh so I'm hoping that I'm allowed to maybe even make some posts about it or whatever else. I'll find out next week. But we've agreed to record next Friday, the 14th, and I'll be releasing the show on the 15th or 16th, so a little bit later than usual. Uh, and that'll be the show for that week. Uh, our live show will be at, I think we said 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on January 22nd. We're going to have it over on the Ustream page. Uh, we're doing it over the, at the Singers like usual. Uh, I know that we're going to have Josh live streamed in over video, and uh, it'll be Joel, myself, and Mark, and I'm sure Jesse will be there. Uh, i got to find out if Scott's coming or not and who else is coming, but uh, we'll be doing the live show, 200th episode, on January 22nd at 2 p.m. So uh, please join us. It's a lot of fun. It always is. And we're doing it earlier in the day so that our European friends can get on and join us as well, like last time. I, th- I think that worked out really well. So... Um, and now I, Joel's so bored that he's tweeting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So episode two hundred twenty second. What are we missing? Anything else? We were going to talk about anything else? Probably not. So there we go. So this show will be out the sixth. The next show will be out the fifteenth or sixteenth, and then we'll be recording live on the internet's on the twenty second, and that show will be released. The recording of it will be released. Roughly the 25th, 26th, around that area. So there we go. And then we'll go back to our normal schedule in February. So the thing next week in our live show kind of threw a lot of stuff off. And, of course, at the core of it, and we'll talk about this next week, but really, us us going late and everything next week, it's Cracker Jack's fault. Essentially, that's what it is. Yeah. Completely, totally Cracker Jack's fault. So yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, once again, don't forget audiblepodcast.com slash Nation. Help us pay for our hosting costs. Uh, if you see our website running slow, it's because we need a new web host. So we definitely need to get moved off. audiblepodcast.com slash Nation. Check it out. And uh, Joel, why don't you tell them a little bit about our, uh, our musical friends? It is written. They do the bumper music for us or the beginning, the intro music. So you can check them out on MySpace dot com slash it is written band and of course they're on the facebooks please 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 if you if you like their music stop by and say hello give me your support you know being being a small independent artist is is hard you know we get the the lucky pleasure of interacting with all of you via the podcast and the community forums and all those great things little local bands like that nah they don't get as much interaction you know so if you if you like what they're doing please swing by and say hello indeed and of course because we didn't do news this week we're missing a lot of things but uh Turbo Graphics on PSN this month, bitches. Just got to say that. Get over to the website. I just wrote up a little article before we recorded uh, covering the 10 titles that are coming to the PSN. And unlike the Neo Geo stuff, the games will work on the PS3 and the PSP. So I'll put some videos up hopefully uh, this weekend as well if I get a time, if I get time to record them. So uh, check it out. Thanks so much for sticking with us. Thanks to everybody, all the PR reps, all the people that called in, especially to Stig. 
we uh, kind of snuck that one in at the last minute. So, uh, and thanks to Josh and Joel for uh, not quitting yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> We've got a big surprise for the anniversary, annual first anniversary. Oh, God, are you so. quitting? <laughs> no, of course not. No, show 200. We're out of here. You're on your own. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of here, kids. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We will talk to you late next week. Have a good one. Get out there and play some games. We're so sensitive. You know, the Michael Vick thing, everybody started going crazy and shit. And I hate what he did, too. But let's, I love, you know, I don't, are you familiar with what I do? I love racial situations. I don't know if you know what I do. You know what I mean? I, I love when the Michael Vick thing happened. I live for this shit because it's such a double standard when it comes to race, especially in the media. Look how quiet it's getting. I'm proving my point right here. Can you hear the white people's asses? Just... Holy shit, where's he going with this? This is gonna get ugly. But it's such bullshit. White people have to act so politically correct. The day after the Michael Vick story broke, I'm watching two sportscasters on ESPN. One goes to the other, two white guys. I don't think this story is about race, Jim. No, you're right. There's a lot of white people making $60 million a year having dog fights behind the garage on the weekends. Yeah, right now, Bill Gates and a bunch of guys from Microsoft have 50 Yorkshire Terriers in sweaters. <laughs> go get them, Bianca! <laughs> get them, Fluffy! Go get them! <laughs> uh, Bill, this one's hurt real bad. What do I do with it? I don't know. Drown it in the cappuccino machine. I don't give a shit. I got blood on my dockers. The weekend's ruined. And of course, all the usual suspects come out and defend Michael Vick, fucking Whoopi Goldberg, Jamie Foxx, Stefan Marbury from the New York Knicks. He, and I quote, this is what he said, Yo, man, pit bull fighting ain't no different than deer hunting. Come again, stupid? That's right, sir, it's the same thing. Hunting deer, pit bull fighting, same thing, right? Because when you're a hunter, what do you do? You give two deer rifles, have a march off ten paces. There's a lot of similarities. I see black people blowing by me in their hummers with dead pit bulls tied to their roof in November. Yeah, sure. Look at any black people's freezers. They have it packed with pit bull meat for the winter. I guarantee it. That and Mountain Dew. You can't beat that fucking meal, okay? Oh my God, the truth hits Minnesota. Sorry to wake you up to the fucking ugly lies out there. And it's because of material like that I'll be playing these shitholes the rest of my life, but uh, I don't give a shit. Love it here. I don't think Michael Vick should do that much time because there is a cultural difference. Hey, I'm Italian. My grandparents, they came off the boat from Italy right around the turn of the century. They've been dead for like 20 years, so don't get shocked when I tell you what they did. But uh, they used to raise rabbits and kill them, but they'd kill them, cook them, and eat them. See the difference? But the mean part of this equation was they'd raise the rabbits, give them to us kids as gifts. <laughs> Let us get emotionally attached for about two years, and all of a sudden there's a rabbit holocaust in Grampy's basement, you know? <laughs> My brother's like, is that Spot? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Not anymore, it's not. It's like fucking veiny. I don't know what is that. 
They used to, they used to kill the rabbits, cook them, and eat them. And uh, my grandmother, now again, don't get all shocked, but she was born in the 1880s. She used to put the rabbit on her lap and pet it, and then just snap its neck with her bare hands. <laughs> like a good bookie from Brooklyn. <laughs> At least my grandfather had a, like a sense of humor when he used to kill the rabbits. He used to sneak up behind the rabbit with a piece of rope and go, Michael Corleone says hello. <laughs> I swear to God, he was nuts. I loved him. <laughs> then he'd leave the dead rabbit pelt on his lap and his tuxedo. Come on, Bill, I'll tell you a story about the rabbit. <laughs> Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. I love that bit. It can get a little hairy, you know, but... Uh... No, that wasn't a pun. I didn't fucking mean that. Seriously. Boy, am I on fire tonight. I'm doing puns. Not even... A little hairy. Were you laughing at that because of the rabbit or my grandmother's mustache? Which one was it? <laughs> Woo! Political correctness, and here's another sign of it, our... Uh